Welcome to the War and Beast podcast, the podcast that apparently had a bit of an identity crisis last weekend, but we're back now. So are you, I hope. Anyway, I'm Greg. I'm Emily. I'm Jordan. Sorry, Bumblebee. I'm Kendall. <laughs> and this week, we actually have a very special guest. We have Casey with us this week. Hi. So, normally we don't run five people so it's nice that to have an, an extra guest on the show for once and also, uh, also been... ray palmer's wife did it okay sorry <sighs> uh, anyway casey has been very nice in sending us news posts uh for the past few weeks so uh we thought it would be great if we could have uh have her on and uh here she is so now normally because normally when we have guests Either I'm not here or someone's trying to kill me. <laughs> um, so I get this time. I would have got away with it too. It wasn't for Jordan. <laughs> well, um, you know, it was was a pet project. <laughs> um, but so now well, I get that nobody's going to kill you. Well, I don't know. Dun, Apparently, dun. somebody wanted to try and take over. Oh, it know. wasn't me. I can tell you tell well. you that. <laughs> But anyway, I'm getting off topic. Um, so, Casey, why don't, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, your history with Beast Wars? Well, Beast Wars. You know, the show about beasts that are at war. Mm-hmm. It's not uh, animals. No, not animals, just beasts. <laughs> uh, but no, actually, uh, Beast Wars was the first Transformers series I ever watched at all. Oh, nice. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was... Uh, as a kid, I remember, only remember ever watching it with at my grandmother's house. I don't remember if we actually had TV at the time or not. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, she had a TV, so I guess I could only watch it there. <laughs> now, so, were I mean, you watching it on, like, on Fox, or was there, a, like, some sort of an affiliate station that you had it on? Or? Uh, too young to remember. I'm going to guess ah. Fox. Okay. I don't know. That's, that sounds right. <laughs> yeah. So you were probably too young to to really have been a part of the whole truck not monkey thing then. Oh no, I didn't. I didn't know jack shit about that. <laughs> I wasn't like a little tiny kid getting on ancient Usenet forums, <laughs> getting indignant about something that was made before I was born. <laughs> That'd be pretty great, though. Not that there's oh. anything wrong with getting indignant about something that was made before you were born. <laughs> oh, no, I get indignant about Transformers now. I, I was angry f- from the moment I was born. <laughs> right, once you're, womb, I mean, clutching my fist. Once you're 13, <laughs> then you can start getting angry about things. But before you're 13, that's you don't. Your opinion doesn't matter. Once you can set up a Hotmail account, then. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm, so that was the first. Trans, like as the first trans exposure to Transformers I had, mm-hmm. and uh, didn't like catch it super regularly, but I mean I liked it. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean transforming animals. Yeah, 
Transforming animals, it's cool. And I had a friend who had, like, a shit ton of Beast Wars toys. I would always covet the hell out of them whenever I was hanging out with them over his house. I think I still maybe have one of his... I gotta say, I think his mom made him, like, garage sale those, like, a long time ago. Which blows. But I think I still have one from him that I don't know how I got... I'm going to assume I got it through not ill-gotten means. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I had one chance a long time ago to have have the original Springer, but it was, like, just sitting on a Hills counter with no one watching it. And I was like, I I bet you someone left this behind. They'd be sad if I took it. (laughs) Well, you've regretted it ever since. Yeah, because no one came to claim it. Like, they actually called, they called for, like, about it, uh over the speaker right then and there and no one came for it oh, you had your chance Jordan. you could have gone up and said oh it's mine why didn't <laughs> you steal this toy because <laughs> Jordan's a good boy <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, anyways like I said I still have one thing from that which was a transmetal tarantulas toy nice Ooh. that's a cool he's one a, yeah, I like very cool. does it have a Except weird dick beak <laughs> I like his design. Besides that, <laughs> what's wrong? What's wrong with having a dick beak? I mean, who knows what what, what different transformers have? It's well, I think true. it's it's more of the fact that the toy doesn't talk through it. At least, yeah. as, far as, least you know. as far as you know, yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah, that one's missing uh-huh. like all these spider legs. But Aww. I mean, hey, it can, it can still do the bike mode. <laughs> That <laughs> works then, I guess. Yeah, no, I've that's buried somewhere in this house. I have no clue where it is though. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Then after that, I after Beast Wars, I started kind of watching Beast Machines, but like most people, I was not into that. Yeah, <laughs> the, I didn't even have a very especially powerful understanding of Beast Wars, and I was still just kind of like, no, this is this is wrong. See, I still yeah. want to give that show a chance when we get to it myself. I mean, I'll give it a chance, but I, <laughs> I feel like it would probably if it probably would have been better if it had just been standalone and had no con, no real connection to Beast Wars. Yeah, like from from everything that I think we've read for the most part, it's like they decided, oh, we're gonna make a sequel, but we found that every, that the stuff that we're making it from the sequel of had, was too continuity heavy. So we don't want you watching the stuff to know what happened. So yeah, just go to town, make a sequel without actually knowing what I'm say changing up writers and all yeah. that crap. <laughs> but you know, what are you gonna do? Well, if you're Fox, you get to spend a crap ton of money and piss off a whole bunch of fans. But Hey, mm-hmm. what do I know? I'm just sitting here in my computer room on a podcast. It's not like I'm a <laughs> big wig TV executive. It's not they like I actually know. Mm. I wonder if they'd have wigs that would make like judges in Britain jealous. No, they'd make everybody jealous. They're just they're just huge. Yeah, true. Got them Anyways. big wigs. <laughs> then after that ended at some point, uh, then. Uh, R.I.D. started happening, the first R.I.D. Robots in disguise, in layman's terms. (laughs) That sounded really dumb. (laughs) (laughs) 
it's okay. In layman's terms. Yes. <laughs> if you're not educated like I am on the Transformers vernacular. Um, yes, these <laughs> these machines incognito. <laughs> that was actually, um, if I remember correctly, it was Neil Kaplan who was the voice of Optimus in that one. Yeah, I think that yeah. was the only Optimus he voiced. Yeah. Yeah, Gary Chalk came back on Armada. I was actually yeah. I watched an episode of Robots in Disguise and I was I was shocked that it wasn't Gary Chalk. Yeah. I was like, hmm. Gary Chalk is probably my favorite prime voice. No offense, Peter Cullen. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean in all rights, like for me, I've got just because he was my original, I've got Peter Cullen as at the top, but then Gary Chalk is like a very, very close second in my books, so And I see that's the thing is Gary Chalk was my first. Uh-huh. So, you know. We got a theme. Yeah, ooh. It's almost like there's nostalgia involved in this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Gary Chalk was my first Optimus, but like I don't know if, which one I prefer. They both they both good. I don't know. But I I couldn't say which one's my favorite. But yeah, no, so then I watched R.A.D. on and off, another one where I didn't watch it regularly because I guess it was on at a time slot where I didn't get to catch it often. Yeah, I think it was like earlier than some of the other shows. I, I used to watch like Fox Kids for Digimon and like and like uh, other Digimon. Other well, there's a shows. show I caught consistently. Yeah. So like, um, and I'm sure I watched other shows on the block, but I mean, Digimon was my go-to. So I, I, I don't I don't remember watching Robots in Disguise at all when I was a kid. So yeah, I must have. I, I re- actually semi recently rewatched the entirety of it on YouTube. It's not bad. I liked it. I it must get better than the first episode because I thought the first episode was horrendous and I just sh- couldn't keep watching. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's be real. First episodes of these shows tend to not be great. Hey, man, Beast Wars' first episode was. Oh, soft. Beast Wars had a pretty <laughs> good first episode. I'm just saying in general, especially when it comes to the anime Transformers series. Is, is. Yeah. Yeah, Robots in Disguise was a bit weird. It was um, weird, but it was good. I mean, it had Skybite in it. He's, he's great. Yeah. For Stark that does haikus. <laughs> it does sound good. I did like yeah. the designs of like Optimus and stuff. Like I thought they looked. Cool. Oh yeah, it was good designs. Anyways, it was then weird after seeing him as a fire truck. I was gonna say that was like the first time he was like a fire truck. Yeah. And then it turned into the whole. Oh, sometimes he's a semi, sometimes he's a fire truck. You don't know what's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> that was Transformers animated. He would constantly switch between one or the other. He didn't like have a. Didn't have a concrete idea. It was like a semi that was a fire truck. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I thought was like the cab. He was basically like the the semi cab. Cab, yeah, yeah, and they just sometimes hooked the the fire truck back to him for some reason. Sometimes. Well, I was gonna say the whole point of animated was they all copied uh, like police slash rescue slash firefighting slash you know basically public service vehicles. Yeah. Yeah. Which they got around by having Bumblebee just copy uh, the police Captain chief's <laughs> yeah, personal car. car. <laughs> 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 They're like, okay, we can get a good theme going, but what about Bumblebee? No, we'll just make make it be the car that just is the personal car of the police chief. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like a police bike. It's a uh, um, like red alerts an ambulance, and I think nope, uh, Bulkhead's an APC. Not red alert, ratchet. Ratchet, sorry. <laughs> Well, actually, it was going to be Red Alert originally, and it was going to be a girl. That would have been cool. 
That would have been then, cool because there wasn't any girls on that team. Yeah. Um, they actually introduced her later on as part of a different team in another episode. It was cool. Funny, I think in, in um, it's in in Transformers Armada, the J- the Japanese. I think I think Red Alert in that was supposed to be Ratchet. Yeah, it was so Ratchet in like, Japanese and Red Alert in English. Yeah, that's what it was. So that's kind of funny that's that weird. they switched those around a lot. <laughs> that's really weird. Well, what are you going to do? Also, Ratchet was originally going to be a girl in the G1 cartoon. See, I did not know that. You know, he was... I mean, the name Ratchet was supposed to be evoking Nurse Ratched from, you know, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Interesting. Anyway, that's way off topic. The more you know stuff. (laughs) In case you couldn't tell, I'm a big big freaking nerd, you know? Yeah. (laughs) I was going to say, I... I used to frequent a, a forum where every time someone did the whole you, the more you know, they'd also put a thing of the same star, the less you care. <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 do. Anyways, moving oh, yeah. forward, I think the first, I'm going to say, actually, I will go back to R.E.D. for just one second, because I think the first, the first Transformers toy I ever personally owned was actually an R.E.D. toy. It was just one of the... Uh, Spy Changers? Spy Chasers? Whatever those dudes were called. Oh. I want to say... I don't know, whatever. Who cares what they're called? (laughs) One of the, like, there were, like, these really tiny figures that were just, like, one or two step transformations, and it came with, like, a little tin. You could keep it in, and it was very cool, and I think I got it, like, a not-quite-a-dollar-store. I think that was the first official Transformer I ever owned. And then actually later on, it was either my birthday or Christmas, my grandma got me a toy of uh, R.I.D. Megatron, which was very cool. Oh, nice. That toy that is a, fucking awesome. That was like a quadruple changer, wasn't it? it like had four different modes? You no, know, it had like five or six. I think it was... Oh, wow. It's six modes, I think. Yeah, I noticed in the first episode, he transforms into like at least three different modes. I was say, he has... Two-headed dragon mode, uh-huh. jet mode, car mode, like bat gargoyle mode. Yes. Robot mode and giant hand mode. Oh, that's right. I forgot about the hand. And then they, like, changed a couple parts when they made the Galvatron toy so they could add a- another dragon mode and, like, a mammoth mode. Hmm. Jeez. And I think a boat or submarine or something. It's a lot of modes. Yeah, it's a lot of modes. Some better than others. I still love the <laughs> stupidity, but just wonderful stupidity of the giant hand mode. <laughs> See, yeah, that's yeah, anyway, quite a bit of history. I'm gonna say sorry for going long on this one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyways, but no. Then my first Transformers cartoon I ever like watched from start to finish was able to watch earlier was Armada actually. I remember it on Toonami. I was very hyped when I first saw a commercial for it, and I was like, oh shit, Transformers! And that had that sort of techno theme to it, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty good theme. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It had Shades of G1 in it. It was, it was a bit more techno to it. Yeah, it was like Techno G1. Yeah. Uh, and that show, you know, it had its flaws, you know, I mean, like just a couple, you know, there were some dubbing issues with, like, getting some names mixed up, and, you know, you know, just things, little things like that, but it was still, it's still pretty, it was pretty good at the I time. Remember, yeah, I remember reading about an arc where, like, uh, 
uh, Starscream like joins the Autobots. Uh, and that That's show was also cool. the show that solidated my love for Starscream. Starscream's Aww. amazing. Yeah, that's... You know, say it's a different kind of Starscream in some ways from previous ones. Yeah. But it's... And I'm gonna say it's probably probably my favorite Starscream, but that's also why... I like all the Starscreams. They're all good. <laughs> <laughs> good in the not-literal they're good people sense they are not good <laughs> that yeah, no, they're, they're, they're terrible people that are very entertaining to watch i'm gonna say transformers animated starscream is probably my a close second favorite for me he's my favorite starscream but no oh, that's a good favorite starscream right there <laughs> i don't know i keep wanting i keep expecting to hear starscream sounding like spongebob anytime i think about that one <laughs> <laughs> you did a good job i'm gonna say it was oh, a good yeah. starscream voice I, yeah he, Say, it, just, it was so weird hearing hearing Tom s- Kenny making the voice. You know, though, uh, he also he also he's did the voice for uh, Commander Peepers in Wander Over Yonder, and he's really good there, oh, too. Oh, he's really good in that. And oh, of my God, he's yeah. And, the voice of the Ice King in Adventure Time. Oh, oh yeah, that's, that's right. right. Yeah. He's a talented voice actor, despite being most <laughs> well-known for his Spongebobbery. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. I say despite, but that makes it sound like he's bad as Spongebob. No, he does a good job as Spongebob, it's just that he's <laughs> yeah. not just one note only Spongebob. He, yeah. he, has a, he has a menagerie of fine, fine voice talents. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Beast Wars. <laughs> um, this week's so yeah, episode... Kendall, have, have you been checking out IMDb while you've um, been talking? Actually, I was looking at You mean you don't want to hear my hot takes on Energon? I was actually looking on, I kinda, I kinda on eBay, do, trying to find um, a. Uh, I, what I need is well, we an Optimus that Primal me. that's got the gorilla head, and I also uh-huh. could use a replacement for my robot head of my Optimus Primal because my Optimus Primal doesn't have the gorilla head and it stresses me out. But I still have oh, it no. on my shelf. Yeah, you should uh, look online. There are people who like have just the parts from things. Maybe you could find like yes. just a crappy parts that one that is what i have spent the entire time that you were talking uh looking for <laughs> i was wondering why you were so, why you were such a quiet I, boy well i mean also i don't have opinions about non-beast wars transformers things so i was gonna say i was expecting your hot takes <laughs> um, your controversial opinions so yeah i yeah, we'll see We'll, we'll get the there. The bad boy of War and Beast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... Uh, I thought it was our tarantulas. Even though, even though Dinobot spends the bulk of this episode as a Predacon, he never utters the Predacon transformation code, Terrorize. I noticed yeah. that. And yeah. I am also going to uh, add a second piece of trivia. This is super edgy not reading it from IMDb, but instead reading it from my mind. The Uh-oh. title, <laughs> Maximal No More, is, of, is of course, an homage to Amazing Spider-Man number 50, uh, it w- which says on the cover, Peter Parker is Spider-Man No More. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I've, I've seen that at the store where I work at, where they sometimes will have, like, art, and a lot of it is, for some reason, big blown-up comic things on frames. I love those <laughs> things. <laughs> Yep, Spider Man, no more. Yep, uh, in the uh, story, there was a there was a Stephen Colbert backup story in a Spider Man issue a few years ago, in which Stephen Colbert was Stephen Colbert no more, 
and it was uh, <laughs> and it showed it showed Stephen Colbert walking away from the trash can that had it, but instead of um instead of a Spider-Man outfit it was like a a suit but then he's still wearing a suit and then he ends up fighting a bear I, I would hope he wasn't naked the whole issue <laughs> could have been interesting though especially fighting or, a bear naked well he could have been like without his like uh, a suit jacket I, or I something like that I got that I got that Greg no it's good cuz he cuz he literally was wearing exactly the same suit but there was also a suit in the in the garbage can, which is a <laughs> funny. Could have been gag. wearing a sweater vest. Anyway, uh, yeah. So that's the only piece of trivia in IMDb. Um, uh, Jordan, was there anything in the TF wiki? <laughs> that was it. Okay, that uh, is it. Wow. Yes. Some episodes have trivia, some don't. <laughs> yeah. I think that as we go on, and I, I will postulate that as we go on in the series, there will be less and less trivia. <laughs> Just because, like, the first season was, like, super iconic, and I think these uh, these next two seasons are a little bit less. <laughs> I'm sure there's some specific episodes that will have a lot of them. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, but I, I don't remember. There was, one a few, there was one a few weeks ago that, like, should have had a ton of trivia and didn't have any. So, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm suspicious... I think that probably people who do trivia prob- also they probably start at the beginning of a series and then probably you know, go kind of go episode by episode doing their research and uh, you know IMDb you doesn't pay them for it yeah. so I'm say some of the most iconic episodes are coming up you got a lot to look forward to okay yeah if you say so I mean I don't know so. I don't know how anything's gonna top uh, the low road. I knew you were going to go there. <laughs> Kendall taking the low road on the low road. Yeah. I told you he's the bad boy of War and Beast. <laughs> if we were, so if we were, if we were a boy then, Ken, Ken, Kendall would be the I'm bad AJ. boy. Yeah, you're AJ. <laughs> like the Donnie Wahlberg of War and Beast? I'm, I'm Nicky Park. <laughs> so you can tell how old the various people on this podcast are by the references they make. <laughs> I am old. <laughs> if if anyone if anyone listening uh got that reference uh that Mick that I'm Mickey Park, uh please uh like comment or something because I'm curious. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I'm not going to explain it. I only heard well. a bit of it. So I thought you said Lincoln Park. I'm gonna check it. I was like, You're the entirety of Lincoln Park? Okay. <laughs> Wait, it doesn't even matter how hard he tries. Oh <laughs> yeah, it doesn't even matter. I was gonna, uh, I was gonna play that song on my melodica the other day. That would have been cool. So TF, we anyway, already people are making bad of, jokes when I'm the one who's supposed of, to be making the bad jokes. Speaking of songs, I, I saw you, I saw you um, uploaded a song for me the other day, Kendall. Oh, oh, Rose for Emily. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I did not I'm even still make that connection. My rose. <laughs> I, well, no, this song is about how there isn't a rose for Emily. I listen know. To the song. <laughs> you don't get one. I, I did. I did. I did listen to it, and I was like, I was like, oh, it's a song for me. And then, like, I've been obviously being facetious to myself. Yeah. And then I listened to it, and I'm like, this is actually like really down on me. What are you trying to say here, Kendall? <laughs> so why aren't you giving Emily roses? You should I, give her all the roses. I didn't write the song. <laughs> Oops. So now you didn't even write the song. <laughs> it's a that that's the thing I do is the ukulele covers. It's not the ukulele originals. Oh well, you pl- oh so you're telling me that some you plagiarized War and Beast the song. 
<laughs> yeah, that's a that's a uh, that's also off of um, Highway 61 for the first time by Bob Dylan. Yeah. <laughs> so Jordan, do we have the TF Wiki yeah. stuff? Yeah. yeah. So um, I find this interesting that someone seemed to have been calling out uh, Megatron's test of uh, Dinobot, where they basically uh, says that the um, to prove his allegiance to the Predacon caused by being up another Predacon barely makes sense. Uh, Megatron yeah. would have been better served by just straight up asking for the disc the moment Dinobot asked to swap sides. And he's like, of course, you could read the situation as Megatron and Black Arachnia playing with Quicksilver and Dinobot. <laughs> but still, you'd think Meg- Megatron would want those discs back as soon as possible. And then yeah. we got some continuity notes. Uh, in the beginning, you can see Clone One skin hanging on the wall in Dinobot's quarters. <laughs> oh, Just yeah, a little reminder right. that this is a guy who, uh, who, who kept do that. his skin. Yep. Uh, <laughs> because of you know, again, one of one a very iconic episode from the first season. <laughs> uh, so Double Dinobot. And then it also some continuity notes are some gadgets and powers about Rattrap's massively versatile forearm compartments carry over to his transmetal body. Yeah, I like that. Yes, this, yeah, this time he tricks Waspinator into acting some kind of poisonous gas bomb. And he it's also like, possesses infrared vision. It wouldn't even have fit in there. Like, it's bigger than the <laughs> compartment. But that's okay. Transformers <laughs> is all about mass shifting. Yeah. Yeah. Especially G1. Um... There was some Transformers references as well, where if uh, Rattrap starting to, you know, trying to start be- uh, Great War Three, <laughs> yeah. I'm guessing it's a, a reference to the first, the Great War. I didn't uh, realize there was a Great War Two. I was gonna say, yeah, I, was I, was gonna gonna say. I think it was a reference to the the phrase that Kendall brought World up, War like War alternate three. alternate universe Kendall <laughs> brought up in the last episode of. Um, like World War Three, you know, it was kind of a reference to people saying, "Oh, it's going to be World War Three in here if this happens." It's, yeah. I think it's kind of like that, but just in Great War because, yeah, obviously. maybe they count like the the war in between the, you know, before and after the first movie. Maybe they count that as a separate one. I don't know. Oh, it's it like all be, new people, all new yeah. leaders. Maybe they're like, hey, "Okay, well, this is the second war." <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, you I know. Mean, I I think I think it's a obviously you know as as uh yeah it, it was it, it was a thing that people said in the nineties was like you're gonna start World War Three because there had been two World Wars prior to that it was it's a it's a sci-fi find and replace cultural reference <laughs> thing like I've been reading course, this now they don't say it anymore because it's too scary because it's so close to happening constantly <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like I, I was, I was reading this uh, Star Wars novel. It was pretty good, but uh, instead of saying, um, instead of saying like, I think it was supposed to be like months, they'd be like, "I haven't seen you in two standard units of time." <laughs> what? That's a bit oh, long-winded. Like that's terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was. It was. Yeah. I mean, you know, say- you could say. I mean, I, it's it's better than it's uh, it's not as it's uh, it's uh, it's even worse than cycles. Yeah, Megacycles. Yeah. At least Megacycles is trying to hide the fact that they're trying to make a, a weird sci-fi unit of time. While that's just like straight up being like, we couldn't think of anything. It's a standard unit of well, time. It's, well, it's like it's like sometimes it's like you know it's just like when you talk about like credits or or whatever like like something that is a generic term 
Um, yeah, yeah. Cycles, rotations. If you don't want to say day, you can say rotations. But yeah, it, but like this is just literally. I haven't seen you in, in two standard time units, and it's not like it's a. It's not like it's a robot saying that. It's it's like Dengar saying it to uh, to some Dengar. guy at a cantina. Speaking of, of credits, I, I love like Batman Beyond. They had creds and like creds, <laughs> stick. Yeah, cred sticks, and like, and, and there's a scene where a guy's robbing a bank, and instead of just taking like one cred stick with like all the bank info on it, he has like a like a money bag full of cred sticks, and it's like okay. <laughs> Maybe the cred sticks are they, they, how much they can hold for just that reason. But, but the whole point of credit, credit, the whole profile. point of having credit cards is so you don't have to carry around all your funds with you. <laughs> that's the whole point. So if you have like have to have multiple credit cards, that's gonna take up way more space in a wallet than like a lot of bills. Well, you know, I mean, who knows how much money was in that bank? Maybe it right. was such an astronomically high number that it goes past the normally, oh, you're never going to reach that limit that a normal person would have just carrying one around. Or, or Perhaps, maybe but I think it's just a visual representation of them having a lot of money. Well, yeah, yeah, obvious. yeah. Also, also, um, <laughs> I think sometimes in sci-fi stuff there are like physical units of like yeah, like a cred stick. That's like a it's it's more. I think I think the idea is that it's not as trackable. It's like a Bitcoin. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, but anyway, we're an hour into the recording. <laughs> and we haven't so, even uh, started well, that's talking not about it. <laughs> any other, any other TF Wiki stuff, Jordan? <laughs> so uh, there's a couple of real, real world uh, references where. Um, <laughs> I just remembered one. Yeah. Uh, but when, the, when uh, Dinobot's on the computer, apparently the Cybertronics that appears on Lith says in English, they killed Kenny, those bastards. So <laughs> far, so reference in fucking Beast Wars. <laughs> yep. What do you expect? That's hilarious. And <laughs> the other uh, real world reference you mentioned is uh, Rat Trap refers to Silverbolt as Rin Tin Tin. Oh, that's right. I completely um, forgot about that. And let's see here. Uh, and there's also two little trivia things where uh, it's mentioned that Rat Trap breaks the fourth wall a lot during this episode, seeming to talk to the camera. Mm. And then I the Japanese when, version had a field day with that one. <laughs> and when the view through Rat Trap scanner is shown, a small wedge of cheese can be seen in the bottom right corner. It was very cute. <laughs> and uh, that's pretty much all the wiki has. Okay. All right. Yeah, I I thought I thought when you talked about the real world references, I thought you meant we we're going to mention like when David hooked up with Melissa. I, yeah. I actually went there too in my head. <laughs> the, the TV show, the real world. <laughs> I don't know. We just uh, I was hoping I for more that the seagulls flapping. Title is very good. Instead oh, of, of being maximals no more. It's just enough maximals. <laughs> enough maximals. <laughs> <laughs> I. No thanks, no seconds for me, please. I've had enough maximum. <laughs> so at that point, their filters wouldn't adjust? <laughs> yeah, they're just a little too full. The filter's a little yeah. bit backed up. You need to clean the filter. <laughs> oh my god, imagine, like, Tarantulas, like, pulls a filter of, like, all this, like, tissue and, like, bones and shit, and he has to, like, oh. clean it all the time. <laughs> That's no good. Uh... Anyway, we've got an episode to review. So. Yes. An episode? <laughs> I have to see how filters at work, okay? So that's what I thought of. <laughs> um, but yeah, we are reviewing 
Season 2, Episode 5, Maximal No More. Uh, obviously, we'll give our thoughts on the episode as we go here, but uh, we open up the episode sort of circling around the dark side. And uh, as it turns out, it's actually a bit of a simulation that Dinobot is running. Uh, he, he sort of zooms out on it, and it sort of goes into like this grid view. And we realize that he's sort of looking at the the placement of different installations around the base. And That's not Dinobot, what I thought he was doing. I thought he was just playing the Beast Wars Transmetals video game. <laughs> Cowboy Dinobot that, at his computer. That's later. Yeah. I'm curious about this keyboard. Is it like a um, wordy keyboard? But like Cybertronian? Uh, don't get it in the thumbs. I don't know, but it's got a uh, it's got a trackball for a mouse. Yeah, it's got a trackball. Okay, wait. That's I got, amazing. I got, a, I got a shot of it, and yes, the keys are in Cybertronics. Well, they are, but I mean, like, to, to be translated, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I it's look this the, up. <laughs> things are set up as as the standard QWERTY type uh, keyboard setup, but instead of like you know the letters, it's it's Cybertronic symbols. Yeah, I just paused on it. And I'm like, huh. I wonder if anyone's actually looked into that. Oh, it's got like the slanty face. If you look in the bottom left-hand corner, it's got a slanty face. It's just got that emoticon just on yeah. on lock. The hotkey for that emoticon. Yeah, because you know uh, Dinobot uses it a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just Anytime like, he's talking with Ratchop, I'm sure. Just like, oh, you're eating garbage again, slanty face. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yeah, so as it turns out, the, the placement... Of um, I think it's like weapon placements around the base. I, it was I, think, I think it's. I was gonna say I think it's just in general because like you remember oh, okay. an earlier episode they were putting up a jamming station. So oh I think, yes. So I think yeah, it's it as stations. all. Yeah, it's it's like all anything that they've just put up. Mm-hmm. But uh, as it turns out, when when Dinobot uh, checks out all of these different placements, it matches a pattern that we see is which is on one of the golden discs uh Eticon stole yes yeah <laughs> I, I think yeah i think this and the is maximals the one then went after them. them and you know <laughs> they crashed both their shits <laughs> we're not going through the entire no, theme not. song stop. right now stop. <laughs> let's just skip to megatron's not smart <laughs> yeah this episode demonstrates that to a degree <laughs> Although I guess Megatron ends up getting a golden disc out of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I yeah. I mean, we'll get to it, but like, I, I kind of assume Megatron like never fully trusted him and was like, I might be able to get something out of this though, kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. So Does Megatron never fully trusts anybody who isn't Inferno. True. Yeah, I was gonna say Inferno. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was, I was gonna say, and probably Scorponok before he died. I was gonna say Scorponok's uh, dead. He he probably forgot his name. He's like. Scorpa who? <laughs> I think he trusts uh, Quick Strike and uh, Waspinator, but also expects them well, to fail. He doesn't trust Quick Strike, I don't think. He shouldn't, at least. <laughs> yeah. so I think he's, he's smart enough to... Okay, he's not smart. I think he's observant enough to notice that, oh, hey, Black Arachnia's got some shit going on. Yeah, like he can manipulate it by Black Arachnia pretty easily. Yeah, I, yeah I, guess, I guess to... Yeah, yeah I, and... Yeah, I think, and I think that's how Megatron sees him. He's pretty 
easily to manipulate, which is exactly. I guess which is why he be. sent a great Predagon for Megatron. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so like I was saying, it could depend. Like he could be easily trusted because you know, as long as he manipulates him right, he'll he'll keep keep the trust or not. So he trusts him if he's not around the spiders. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, I think we're getting off topic. Arachnids. <laughs> um, so we've got Dinobot who who's looking at this computer screen. And makes mention that Megatron's plan is proceeding even without the disc. Um, and if it's successful, then what will become of him? Uh, he seems to to be wondering this as well as the fate of Cybertron. And then he starts to talk about, uh, is he willing to betray his Predacon heritage for these? And he sort of pauses these transmetal maximals and he presses a button and we then see a picture of transmetal optimus and he sort of you know hums and haws a little bit uh, as he oh, does so oh. so i was right in assuming in the earlier episode we had the disc and he was like them or me he was mm. talking about the maximals yeah i guess i mean it seems that way because he's I, like it's either i betray it's either like I die with the Maximals or betray them and, and like win with the Predacons. It kind of mm-hmm. seems like that's what he was getting at. And this kind of proves it because it's kind of his whole thing here. So he's like, I'm going to join the Predacons because they're like, they're going to win. And like that kind of thing. Because yeah. he knows what's coming. And of course they do win and everybody dies. And, you know, Beast Machines is just about Megatron doing a victory dance. <laughs> the whole the whole show is just him like chilling in his like. I guess that's why it wasn't very popular. There was no plot. It was just Megatron dancing for like thirty <laughs> minutes for multiple seasons. Yeah, two seasons of that. <laughs> it's like the episode of Power Rangers where Lord Zed wins, and then they just make everybody do a conga line. And that's how they <laughs> enslave them. You don't win friends with salad. You don't win friends with salad. <laughs> Is that what they said in the episode? <laughs> no, that's just my favorite uh, Congo line uh, repeat. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, yeah. No, I, I want to say, because uh, uh, they do show the picture of Transmetal Optimus here, like, man, I really like Transmetal Optimus's robot form. Like, I've totally come around on his robot form, but his beast mm-hmm. mode looks so terrible. Like, yeah, why can, we get quite even, a bit of it at the end. And I even like looked at I looked at the, the toy to see maybe if like the toy wasn't as egregious. No, the toy is terrible. That's why in all the eBay <laughs> pictures, they the main picture is them in robot form because the the uh, the beast mode is terrible. It's just it's just having that blue and having it all be the same blue. It just it just it just it's, it's if terrible. The head were a little different. Like if the head were a different color, I think it would work better. Mm. Or maybe even if the blue was a little bit muted and not so like metallic. Like, but even then, like, like I don't, I don't, I don't understand why it doesn't have the same coloring as like Robot um, uh, Optimus because like he's got a good coloring. He's got, he's got like a sun, got a sunburst thing going on. Like it looks, it would look good on a gorilla, but yeah, everything's reversed. Now they're all robotic in their beast modes and they're beastly in their robot modes. I mean. I don't know. Ratchet looks pretty robotic in both modes. Cheetor is yeah. a little bit, maybe. He's got a little bit more like of, a, of a fur pattern. But yeah, I digress. Yeah. But yeah, so we, we get uh, Optimus yeah, calling... Optimus is a six-pack in his robot mode. That's pretty beastly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he was sculpted that way. <laughs> <laughs> They're washboard abs. Oh, my. He does lots of space sit-ups. 
<laughs> so what happens the next? Ten uh, Greg? times Earth's gravity. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Isn't even anyway. Final form. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> episode to review. <laughs> We've only gone through 1% of this episode so far. Pretty much. <laughs> Nobody listens to Rewatch Podcasts to hear about the show. <laughs> okay. Do sometimes. No, I actually do. I just... So what um, happens next? The yeah, opening so credits? We get... no, we've already gone past the opening credits, damn it. <laughs> then he looks at a picture of Megatron and... Dinobots okay, like... so it, it cuts to the canyon and... and... Batrap is, yes. is giving Dinobot another ride. Wait, but Bound did we actually now. mention that uh, he was asked to go on a mission? Yeah. Just go, okay. Optimus called him and he was he was, got, got him up on the Skype or Discord. You know, <laughs> what have you. What have you. FaceTime. Gonna say, okay. not, not on his computer, on, on another, on a ship computer. computer. Yeah. Yes. And He's then, like, hey, <laughs> Dinobot, you're gonna be a commander on this mission. Go hop on Rat Trap like you always do. <laughs> you know, he's like, he not didn't have that really fast. Like, he could, like, could just, like, walk next to him and have the same <laughs> yeah, speed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the sex scene where he's riding Rat Trap is pretty ridiculous. Yeah, first of all, yeah, because he's, Rat Trap is not going very fast. Well, it's, no. it's for stealth, though. Yeah. And then it's, second of all, it's for stealth. And Rat Trap's got the squeakiest wheels. They are so squeaky. <laughs> <laughs> like the first time he rides Rat Trap, it's because they're trying to get away from a dangerous situation, and he's like gunning it. And this, it's like just walking next to Rat Trap. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Maybe his footsteps were just super duper loud compared to Squeaky Wheels. Well, like, I mean, we have found Raptors are like designed to be stealth predators. We have found that the Maximals. There is precedent for the Maximals not understanding how stealth works with uh, <laughs> with, with uh, Tigatron. Yeah. <laughs> clink, 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 clink. <laughs> Sounds like he's in a western. Speaking yeah. of Kendall, did you ever watch well, any that was western a couple movies? Episodes ago. No, I didn't. Ah. <laughs> I gave I was, you some really good suggestions. I will. I'll keep them in my mind for the future. You could watch <laughs> the more the new remake of the Magnificent Seven. And I thought it was pretty good. Mm. I mean, I'm not a fan, fan but uh, I haven't watched the remake yet. It's pretty good. I liked it. There's, there's like, isn't that that guy who played a, um, the white ninja from from GI Joe? Isn't that, isn't he? I would not know. I don't know any. I'm not. It's like shadows. No, storm shadow. Storm shadow, yeah. right? No. Yeah. I'm gonna say, here's my here's my secret cap. I'm not a fan of GI Joe. Ooh. <laughs> I know. I know. Transformers and GI Joe. They they're like peanut butter jelly. I thought Transformers no, and GI Joe was like Star Trek, Star Wars, like. Most people are a fan of one versus the other. They're more rivals. Well, they get they have lots of crossovers. Yeah, yeah. He okay, they're both so Hasbro's properties. The guy who played uh, Storm Shadow is in the Magnificent Seven as a, one of the characters. Yes, and the point was is that he's hot. So I, I want to watch it for that. I was gonna say, was it the uh, <laughs> was it the Chinese guy? Yeah, uh, he was hot. <laughs> I'm saying I'm a lesbian, so that's saying. <laughs> Okay, so okay. what happens next? Yes. Um, so, so yeah, we're we're traveling along. Um, Dinobot is sort of reminding Rattrap that this is a stealth mission. 
And for one, he says, for once in your miserable life, keep your mouth shut. And then Rattrap's like, you really get off on this commander gig, don't you? Oh, this is the other thing about this scene that is <laughs> proof about, that like, they don't dumb. know what stealth is. Like, Rattrap <laughs> is talking, they, they and Dinobot is yelling at him. Yeah. Like, like, well, hold on, it's because it's the fourth and fifth law of robotics, we know this. <laughs> yeah, I... And then those laws being real is the only way this show makes sense. Honestly. They're talking to each other. They're talking to each other, though. They can't exactly. whisper. They have to say all the things they say aloud. Yeah, but no, but they that, but no, that's for if they're. It's an internal monologue. If they're talking to each other, then they can they can sit, they can be quiet. Well, they have, yeah, they, they have the no inside before. voices. They don't have <laughs> a whisper mode with them. And for all we know, Dinobot could be saying, you know. This is a stealth mission, and for once, it could be like his internal monologue saying, "For once in your life, keep your mouth shut." Okay. I was going to say, only it's only <laughs> it's externalized it because coming of out out loud. Okay, okay. I, 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 I okay, also have this is another case of a uh, how this is another case of Scott McNeil being like every character in the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Talented, talented dude. Actually, it's funny because we have literally all four of his characters coming up in the next scene. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We get um, Dinobot and Silverbolt have a bit of a, a talk. Uh, Dinobot, because Silverbolt's sort of scouting the area, and Dinobot wants him to sort of stay back as backup. Yes, uh, Commander. Yeah. Um, Understood. I love that. Yeah, he's Silverbolt's being a real boy scouty. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's Silverbolt to a T, and I love it. <laughs> and I'm assuming that this, because what, what they found is a jamming station. I'm assuming that this is the jamming station that we had. Last episode, that was, yeah, that was set up by Inferno and Waspinator last mm-hmm. episode. Yeah, I can see that. Could they be put back up pretty quick. Yeah. Well, I mean, who knows how many they set up in between episodes? If there was enough mm-hmm. to be all that entire chart. That's I, true. I figured they knocked it. I mean, they knocked it down in the during the last episode, but I but I figured they set it back up. And the idea was that they fin- they actually finished and were successful in doing what they were supposed to do hours before the spiders were. Yes. Reticons be successful. <laughs> <laughs> Happens sometimes. At the end of the first season was them being successful. Yeah, we successful and then dying. <laughs> Some of them. successful. Well, successful in killing Optimus. So that's true. So we we then cut to um, we've got Fratrop and Dinobot sort of moving through this little canyon part. Um, they're looking around. Of course, they're arguing, and Dinobot's telling Rattrap to keep an eye on the surroundings, to which he really doesn't because they get ambushed from underneath by Inferno. He sort to of busts fair, up through the ground. To be fair, having an eye on the surroundings wouldn't have helped. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, but if so, they had shut up, then maybe Inferno wouldn't have heard him under the ground from his tremor sense. <laughs> I don't know. Those tires of his are really squeaky. Yeah, I know, which is also why they shouldn't have done that. <laughs> like, it's supposed to be Megatron. That's not smart. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they're squeaky because of the weight from Dinobot, and they'd actually be stealthy if they didn't have him riding him. I don't remember them being squeaky in any other episode, so yeah. Yeah, he needs the oil. He's, he's, he he's not used to being a transmetal and is not used to he having needs, to oil his beast. He needs, some, he needs some hot oil. That's what he offers Dinobot. Mm. Oil turn! Oil turn! <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't the only one that was thinking that. 
Wait a minute. And I'm even, supposed to be the old one? I was going to say, even, <laughs> even young people okay. can make old references. Yeah, I mean, okay. I don't think... I don't think that, that that Lady K was making reference to Wizard of Oz because she saw it in the movie theaters in 1927 or whenever it came out. <laughs> I didn't like, see did. it in the movie theaters either. Sure you did, Greg. You're like 100 years old, right? I was not maybe. suggesting that you did either. I maybe am you saw that, it at a second showing. That making a reference to that making a reference to Wizard of Oz does not mean you're old. <sighs> did Wizard Wait. of Oz come out? And it's the one reference that Steve Rogers would have gotten if you listen to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I got that reference. <laughs> but yes, so... In- At least that's Inferno- 1939, he, it came out. Okay. 99% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's pretty Who's good. Who's the 1% being negative? I'll punch him. <laughs> I want to read What's a negative like, review All movies of- are bad because they're old. <laughs> I want to read a negative <laughs> review of Wizard of Oz. <laughs> and why is that first part in black and white? Lame. It took forever to find the color. <laughs> Admittedly, when I was young, I asked my mother if everything was just black and white, and that's why TV was black and white back then. Oh my god! Well, that's a classic young people joke. Yeah. And um, and the person reviewing it is just like, "Man, someone told me that Pink Floyd was in this movie. I don't hear him anywhere." <laughs> Peace up, man. Things up. <laughs> All right. Okay. We got to get back to this episode. God. We're like four <laughs> minutes into it. Um, oh, yeah, so, yeah. Like four minutes into it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Inferno um, manages to knock Dinobot and Rat Trap away. Uh, and then he <laughs> goes even further to, to sort of bomb Rat Trap. Cross some pillars who sort of ping pongs or ping, pinballs away. And then he turns his attention to Dinobot, who he tries to charge and crashes into a pillar. And Dinobot sort of does this funky ass ninja flip in the air, which we've never really seen him do before. We never really, I would have never really suspected him being this agile, but apparently he was. Yeah, he- He's a ninja. He put, after his last level up, he put more uh, skill ranks in acrobatics. No big deal. I suppose. So these uh, these uh, reviews are pretty good, but I'm not going to interrupt the podcast. If we have oh, time at God. the end, I'll read a few of them. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so somewhere we, we... over the rainbow. Not wow. they're they're <laughs> they're not that uh, uh, well written. <laughs> wow. Anyway. So we're we're getting a bit of a firefight between Dinobot and Inferno. Uh, we then cut back to Rattrap, who nearly skids off uh, a cliff, manages to stop short of it, and then transforms. Uh, but he's then uh, faced approached. with Quickstrike. Or yeah, he's approached by Quickstrike from behind. Um, <laughs> Quickstrike essentially um, is got him dead to rights, even though he doesn't shoot him in the back. Um, and we get this little scene where Rattrap holsters his gun on his hip and sort of, (laughs) (laughs) and he, he sort of wiggles his figure fingers a little bit and he manages to turn in time and shoots uh, quick strike and quick strike, of course, misses his shot. Uh, he's flown back. He manages to use his snake heads fangs to sort of stop himself, but then we get Rattrap who takes aim and shoots yeah. him off the cliff. 
Like I said, Rapchat has some pretty good fights this season so far. Like, I mean, he's had, he's had yeah. some cool, like, moments. Like, they're showing him that he's a pretty capable combatant. Yeah. Um, and, and, and that one uh, commenter on that uh, site was, who said that the Quick Strike was, like, all Western in his first appearance and they never mentioned it again, it's clearly wrong because they've been referencing <laughs> yeah. it. They've been referencing it in, like, every episode. Like, this one here was, like, like a Western reference. Yeah, I was going to say, like, like, everyone is just, like, okay, fine, we're going with this. He's, he's, he's... This quick strike apparently thinks he's in a western. We'll just play with him. And like, yeah. everyone, like they, every chance they get, they will. They will. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know what that commenter was talking about. I guess maybe see. in next season or something. We'll see. Gonna say, not, yeah, to get, not to go on another tangent, but it's sort of related since, as we all know, Beast Wars is just Transformer animal version of Star Star Trek: The Next Generation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Kendall would agree. I, Gonna say, watching this episode, I was, I uh, you know, he, and hearing Quick Strike's voice, it made me realize that his voice sounds so much like Data did in A Fistful of Data's, the episode where there's the oh best Data gets yes. down. Oh my god! <laughs> and every character starts turning into Data. Oh uh, yeah. Even the brothel owner. <laughs> what are y'all doing with my boy? Oh my. Somehow we managed to bring it all back to Star Trek again, Kendall. I'm gonna say, um, Dinobot is just is just is, he's just Cowboy Worf from Sheriff Worf he's, from that episode. Yeah, he's yeah, because Worf <laughs> is in that episode. Yep. I you know I'm it's not me this time. <laughs> I'm keeping us on track. I'm just saying that's what this voice immediately reminded me of was Fistful Data's version of Data. <laughs> K. Knows the show, and when she came on, she knew what she had to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so we get back to to Dinobot and Inferno, and <laughs> I like this little exchange that we have between them because Inferno's like, "Stand your ground, traitor," and Dinobot's like, "You're on my ground, insect." So he's getting real personal. Yeah. Well, of course, but I'm sure Megatron's probably territory. You know, That's not his ground. <laughs> oh, so you're saying it's part of the uh, the maximal uh, complex of trying to control the narrative and saying, no, it wasn't actually, in fact, Dinobot's ground. I'm encouraging you know, Greg. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, I'm just saying <laughs> they, Dinobot they, is, still has Predacon programming. They specifically said, yeah, they specific, I guess yeah, that's probably what it is because he thinks he's thinking of himself as a Predacon at this point in the episode. So, okay, that makes more sense. But they specifically said that they're in Predacon territory. Yeah. So yeah. it it only that's a weird line and it only makes sense in that in that case. Okay. Yeah. Um from here we while Inferno and Dinobot are continuing to fight, we then get Silverbolt who's coming on the scene and sees that there's that fight going on. As he's about to transform, Waspinator appears behind him and manages to to shoot him in the back. And sends him hurtling. It seems like every time he goes to transform lately, he's been shot. Well, what are you going to do? Yeah. It's a war. Yeah. <laughs> Although we never had that in the first season, aside from that one time when Tarantulas got shot. They finally figured out that you can shoot people when they're transforming. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I never thought of that before. <laughs> I'm gonna say it's not like in Sailor Moon or Sentai or things where the character's invincible when they transform. Yeah, well, it's because the light is lifting them up. Uh, anyway, 
And then, much like Alexander in that episode of Star Trek, Silverbolt is responsible for Sheriff Worf's defeat. Yes. Because <laughs> Silverbolt then barrels into Dinobot, who, before going unconscious, manages to turn himself back into a raptor in beast mode. Um, we then get Inferno, who picks Dinobot up, instructs uh, Waspinator and Quickstrike to, to pick up Silverbolt and bring them along, and he starts flying off. Um, and of course, Waspinator tries to get Quickstrike to help, and because he can't carry, yeah, he can't carry <laughs> Silverbolt on his own. And Quickstrike's like, "Do I look like a mule bot to you?" I feel like Quicksilver. I, I, I feel like Silverbolt as a metaphor for Alexander proves that the metaphor doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> but he's the kid who gets who gets who gets his dad in trouble. Who everyone hates forever and <laughs> is terrible. And you see, ruins I don't hate Alexander like some people. Oh, he's the worst. I'm not saying he's great, but I don't think he's that bad. He's the worst. He's worse than Wesley Crusher. That's because Wesley Crusher had enough time to get character development. Mm. And plus, everything in those early seasons was bad, so, you know, it doesn't stand out as much. Yeah, Alexander's the worst. (laughs) Grumble, grumble, grumble. (laughs) Grumble, grumble, (laughs) clip-clop. Then again, I don't really like Silverbolt that much either. So, okay. <laughs> oh, what? Awesome. I'm going to have to hold Emily back. She's going to beat you up. I mean, I'm, I, I, <laughs> I feel like I'm kind Jordan. of already getting yeah, tired Jordan, of Silverbolt. Oh, I'm not a fighter, though. I mean, I'm sad that he thinks that, but I'm not really. Be <laughs> 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 your champion, Jordan. <laughs> Kendall's just on the list now, though. <laughs> It's always the it's always the quiet ones you gotta worry about. <laughs> As George Carlin once said, it's the quiet ones you gotta watch. But yeah. He also said some some very dirty words. <laughs> a whole bunch of them. That this was a, cr- a pretty okay movie, but it definitely wasn't the best movie of all time. Brian B, <laughs> two and a half stars, February fifth, twenty seventeen. Oh my god. No. <laughs> that- that, no. That warranted two and a half stars. <laughs> no. We're not doing right. this right now. Two and a half stars. <laughs> say, talk about saying absolutely nothing. Uh, anyway, so we, we, we then have Rat Trap who comes on the scene and manages to do a very poor quick strike impression to get Waspinator's attention. And then tosses a some sort of a smoke grenade that came out of his arm, and it causes Waspinator's head to spin, a la Beetlejuice, and then he falls over. Uh, oh, from, oh, sorry, go ahead, Jordan. I've seen those snakes pop out of his head while he does it. Oh yes, that's true. And you have to I, wonder, I, how does that? I mean, I know he's part organic, yada yada yada, but how the hell does like a pass out gas grenade work on a robot? <laughs> Maybe yeah. it's got like nano machines in it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They've, they've established yeah, they've established in, in that you can they can be in space, right? Because Optimus was just yeah free yes. in space. He was, he was up in space. He was space. Or did he out. have his? Oh, but he had his mask thing on. Yeah, that's true. He did have, <laughs> and he also like. I mean, I don't think they have to breathe. I don't think they do. Other <laughs> Transformers have. So they don't. Um. Uh. But like, he was on in a, a pod, right? 
It was yep. going to jump out of it and yep. then just quickly fly down. So, I mean, uh, I want to say I love um, Waspinator's uh, nicknames for all the different characters, and I like uh, his two head. For two Switch head? Three. Yes. yes. <laughs> not, 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 uh, head? two bot or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, not doggy bot, not, nope. <laughs> no. Um,. So once Rattrap is able to to rescue Silverbolt, um, Silverbolt is quickly uh, of the mind that they need to save Dinobot, but Rattrap tells him that he's in no shape to do that. And this is where he says, keep your fur on, Rin Tin Tin. You're in no shape for action. I feel like he has called him Rin Tin Tin before, or he's called somebody Rin Tin Tin. Called him Bowserbot. That is a, it's mm. it's like, I feel like that's like a very specific res- reference that was relevant in the 90s because Rin Tin Tin had like a reboot series. Yeah. I don't even remember it what is? that is at all. It did. I don't uh, know what that is. <laughs> Wait, you don't know what Rin Tin Tin is? I just thought it was just because no. it was an old reference and this was a show made by old people. <laughs> and also Quick Strike is like, he's an old west guy, right? So Well, it wasn't Quick Strike who said it. No, but he, yeah. it was it was Retro pretending to be Quick Strike. Yeah. <laughs> well Rin Tin Tin, if I remember correctly, was a, a dog that was He was a dog, you're right. Yeah, well yeah. Um but it was a dog character that was portrayed in I think it was World War Two. Yeah. Like the And they're the worried earliest. about World War Three. Yeah. Why is the poopers? <laughs> Look at pictures of him. He's adorable. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, then the it was glasses in this uh, one picture. But there was yeah, there was a. Re- I'm pretty sure there was a reboot of it in the '90s of a TV a TV yeah. show over in Tintin. I think so. Yeah, I still think they were probably just referencing the original. <laughs> but yeah, I'm gonna say so. I thought it was a Hasbro property, so I don't know why they referenced the '90s. <laughs> I just mean like it was like they were. I mean they probably they were referencing the original in that, but but also like it was a thing that people knew about in the '90s, probably partially because of the maybe re- because of there being a reboot. Like people remembered that it existed. Yeah, it could be. I do somewhat remember there being a Rin Tin Tin series in the '90s. I'm pretty sure that there was. You sure you're not just remembering way back when when you were alive for the original? <laughs> no. Not Sorry, that old. Being a little, being mean this episode. Greg's been here since the beginning of time. Oh, Greg is the only constant. <laughs> I'm not that old. <laughs> Were you one of the thirteen original primes? <laughs> anyway. Oh, Greg. <laughs> Make me feel. Everybody, can get off my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so we get um, Roundtrap telling Silverbolt to get out of the range of the jamming station and then radio to the heavy hitters, as he puts it. Um, we then have him transform, and he starts driving off to try and search for Dinobot. Uh, and from here, we then cut to back to the dark side, and we've got Dinobot uh, sort of imprisoned, so to speak, and we've got the Predacons all sort of surrounding him and uh, Megatron is of the mind that they're going to try and wake him up so that they can maybe see about trying to get some information out of him. And they drop the cage before this for reasons. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, they 
they deactivate the cage and Rat Trap. Rat Trap has an enormous gun for just you shocking him. You mean tarantulas? Yes, tarantulas. Yes. Yes, Rat Trap. He defected uh, again. Yeah. Rat Trap being here. What else you got? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He defected again. You know, he's, he's just he just keeps defecting. Well, everybody keeps defecting this episode. Okay, Rin Tin Tin K Nine Cop. A hundred and six uh. episodes. Uh, 1988 Whoa. to 1993. Mm. 6.7 out of 10. I am not <laughs> going to read bad reviews of this. <laughs> I hate Tin shit. I got Kendall always sneaks away to like look up random stuff and then comes back in for a sneak attack. <laughs> you always know Kendall's doing something when he's quiet. <laughs> Over, overrated by Rotten Tomatoes. Nothing was special about this. You give it 9.4 out of 10. No, my score is 7 out of 10. Vidu K, 2.5 stars. May 27th, 2016. I like this one because she is clearly not good at math. <laughs> bad boy, The bad boy of Warren Beast, I'm telling you. <laughs> God. Unlike anyway. Rin Tin Tin, who is a good boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're all good He's boys. Good boy. all, all poopers are good boys. <laughs> they're all, they're all good boys. The Rin Tin Tin was one of the chi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, he was one of the whatever made the chi, who I can't remember the name of. No, they're all dead. Well, I know, but they're all alive in dogs. I guess Rin Tin Tin's probably dead, too. Oh. Thanks, Kendall. <laughs> hey, maybe the reboot. No, the reboot one's probably dead too. <laughs> that was yeah. That was uh, stop it. Just get back to twenty four years ago. Getting back to the episode. Alive. Oh, just like just like Lassie. Yeah. Kind of. Oh my like god! Lassie. All of you, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> Have you seen Old Yeller? Horrible movie. Terrible acting. Terrible story. Terrible ending. Terrible music. Critics only like it because it's old. Now I know what Zach has to go through. One half of a star, Colby. April 3rd, 2016. Oh, I thought thought that was your review of Old Yeller. (laughs) (laughs) Critics only like it because it's old. I love, that's my favorite part of that review. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so Tarantulas is going to torture Dinobot. Tarantulas is going to try and zap Dinobot with an enormous... Yeah, some sort of taser gear. Um, but Dinobot manages to uh, free himself. Host- yeah. He, he manages to throw everybody off of him and then charges at Megatron with his sword and holds the tip at his chest, to which Megatron alludes to, even if he tries to attack, that he'll, he'll be scrapped because his loyal followers will shoot him, uh, to which... Dinobot then points out, yes, but what if your loyal followers happen to hit you at the same time? So, we get a little bit of a standoff between them. And then Megatron goes, haven't you seen how well I take bullets? (laughs) Yes! Yes! Yes. That's why he's using a piercing weapon. Yeah. (laughs) Um, We get um, Dinobot, who who makes mention of after commenting about how the loyal troops would open fire, and he says, but that would be a waste of two good Predacons. And then we get Megatron oh. almost, yeah, Megatron almost acts like the the spurned girlfriend in that he's like, Predacon, I thought you were a maximal no. Mm. 
I thought you were with Jerry now. <laughs> I thought you were with Optimus now. <laughs> um, but Dinobot says times have changed. And um, from here, he, he kneels and hands Megatron his sword. Uh, it's all very Shakespearean in a sense. Uh, gets out that, a picture of him and Optimus and rips it in half and throws away the Optimus half. <laughs> <laughs> he cuts he cuts a he cuts Optimus out of the picture and then stabs it into the wall. <laughs> <laughs> he, he he unfriends him on Facebook and shows uh, Megatron. <laughs> <laughs> he deletes him from his Tinder profile. Le- leaves, leaves I don't know the how group Maximals works. are us. <laughs> <laughs> He blocks him on Skype. No more calls. Blocks him on uh, AIM. Anyway, we are we are halfway through the episode. Um, Megatron comments um, like, "How do I? How does he know that this isn't just some ploy for Dinobot to save his own hide?" Um, Dinobot says, "You know me better than that." And Megatron comes back with, "So I thought before you chose to fight at Optimus Primal's side." Yeah, exactly. The spurned girlfriend thing. Yes. <laughs> Dinobot's like, "I thought you'd led us to the wrong planet, and you betrayed me." And then Megatron comes back with, "Treachery keeps the wits sharp." And Dinobot's like, "Indeed, and yours are razor sharp." And I'm like, "God." <laughs> This should have been a clue that he was playing or something yeah. there. You too. Well, but was like, he? Go ahead, he's not playing him. Like he's at this point, he actually I, does want to join the Predacons, sort of or something. Well, he still has been, his pride. He still has his, <laughs> his Predacon pride and honor, and yada yada yada. Yeah, Predacon honor, not not maximal honor. Which Predacon honor is? There is no honor. <laughs> Well, I, I mean, there know. might be well, in their actual culture. I mean, Megatron's not necessarily indicative of the actual lived Predacon experience. Yeah, wow, Kendall. I thought you would be the last person to judge all Predacons. No, I, not all Predacons. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hashtag not all Predacons. <laughs> hashtag not all Predacons. No, I, I think that is probably like the, the reasoning there is that Predacons at one point maybe had a sense of honor, but at least this group uh, kind of like is throwing that all away with this uh, conquest he's trying to go on. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of spurned ex-boyfriends and conquests. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, so, so, Dynamite's essentially saying that he feels that Megatron's going to win the fight, and that he wants to be on that side when that happens. Uh, he even goes to, to change his activation code. And uh, we then get, from this moment on, I am Maximal no more. This is just like that episode of Star Trek where Worf goes to fight the uh, Klingon Civil War. I was going to say, this this is where he throws his beast mode of a trash can and walks away. (laughs) (laughs) Which, yeah, yeah, it's it's like what he, yeah, because he he does resign his commission, yeah. Exactly. (sighs) Anyway, um... Tarantulas is still really suspect of Dinobot. Um, he said he goes so far as to say, "Anyone can change their codes willingly. Let me verify Dinobot's programming." And then Megatron fucking, sort of shoots Tarantulas throwing shade for treachery. Like, wow! Yeah. <laughs> he's like, "Wait, hold on. How do you know he's not going to trick you? I like to trick you. Why would you trust him?" Yeah. 
Oh, and Megatron shoots him down, though, saying, I don't think Dinobot would approve of you loose in a circus, nor would I. <laughs> but Tarantula still say, has a point. He knows what happens when you let him inside somebody's brain. Yeah. It's not good. Yeah. Um, so he, he asked Dinobot how they would know that his heart is truly Predacon, to which Black Arachne says, how about a Predacon challenge? And that's when she gets all cozy with Quick Strike and sort of starts talking him up a bit. Um, and of course he goes on to yeah. He's like, if you'd like to see me whoop his sorry butt, I'd be glad to oblige, ma'am. He's like, I could use some fun. So, um, so Megatron asks Dinobot if he accepts the challenge, to which Dinobot sort of gives a bit of a backhanded acceptance and says, I'd hardly call it a challenge, but I accept. Um, we then he doesn't cut. even get to use his Klingon Batleth in the fight. Megatron still has it. <laughs> <laughs> um, we we cut outside and we've got um, Dinobot and Quickstrike facing off against one another. Uh, for some well, reason, we got we got to see the Maximals first. Yeah, did we? Yeah, yeah, uh, we did. Red Trap that. and Silver Bowl to chat and then oh, like, yo, yes, that's you, you actually mentioned that before they went yeah. back to the thing, so I just figured you were just cutting it up and we didn't have to go back to it yeah. okay well never mind let's ignore it a <laughs> <laughs> scene happened already in our continuity I guess Yeah, <laughs> don't worry about the listeners I'm gonna say it's one of those alternate universes that'll have an entire text only story written about it exactly <laughs> Greg's still on um you know we, we, we were on Earth 2 last episode and Greg actually went back to Earth 3, so the episode's a little bit different for him, but we're still a podcast. Yeah, person at one. a little bit. We're on Earth 1, though. Yeah. Kind of like a trans-dimensional uh, Skype call we're doing here. Yeah. yeah it sucks, though, I'm still an hour ahead of Eastern Time. <laughs> so in, in Earth 3, did you meet uh, Greg that was in the 1990 series of uh, War and Beast? No, I didn't get a chance to, unfortunately. Or so did I'm you meet sh- your evil counterpart, Gerg? Kirk. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of Flash recently, by the way. Part of the Injustice uh, Beast. So, so Emily <laughs> got that reference. <sighs> so I think we're referencing different DC universe <laughs> yeah, bullshit. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. We've gone all over the place tonight. <laughs> Star Trek references, DC references. I, I it's all on brand for you editing this. Uh, it's all on brand. Yeah, we're with the DC yeah. network, so that's true. <laughs> uh, but yes, um, so we get Dinobot and Quickstrike who start sort of battling it out. Uh, Dinobot has transformed into his Velociraptor mode. Uh, Quickstrike manages to take out Black Arachnia and Tarantulas who were just watching the fight. Um. <laughs> And then Dinobot sort of pounces on him, and they roll around a little bit. Dinobot manages to uh, to grab Quickstrike's tail in his mouth and fling him off, which apparently pisses off Quickstrike quite a bit. And he says, nobody touches my tail, or rather nobody bites his tail and gets away with it. Um, Unless you're Black Arachnia, wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> Look, maybe he's not into that. So maybe he's not. He's maybe I don't know. He's that kind of guy to be into biting. Strictly missionary. <laughs> How does that even work with that many heads? 
<laughs> God, we. I'm gonna make this reference. It's gonna be on the freaking bingo card, but we are not totally reprised. Bingo. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna say instead of 69, would it be like 68? <sighs> anyway, I give it two stars because it's an iconic movie that broke down barriers. Otherwise, there's way too much whining from Dorothy. She's in a wonderful, colorful land, and all she can do about it is complain about wanting to go home the whole time. It ruins the movie and bastardizes the book. A Michelle I, December seventh, twenty sixteenth. Two stars. There's a fucking witch trying to kill her. Why wouldn't she be concerned? Apparently, it bastardizes the book. I mean, obviously there were changes. I.e., it went from being silver slippers to ruby slippers because of the ch- whole black and white versus color thing. They wanted it to be colorful. I there's also a, a whole thing where they wear the glasses in the Emerald City because things aren't. I was going to say, it's all commentary on the silliness of the American monetary system. Ooh. Or something like that. I don't know. Whatever. Got that biting political commentary. Mm-hmm. Wizard oh of Oz style. Way Shut too up. much whining. Shut up. We're talking I about think, Beast Wars. I think, I, think we're, I think we've proven The Wizard of Oz is definitely a bad movie, objectively. Yeah. I think we're proving <laughs> that we're trying to make me not have any hair by the end of the night. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, to, welcome to Oz and Wizards, the Wizard of Oz rewatch podcast. <laughs> so, so, so we just there's just one episode. No, no, no. We just keep watching it repeatedly. <laughs> also, sometimes we watch Tom and Jerry in the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, so we get- various high school productions of of. Uh, no, 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 shut up, shut up, wicked. Shut up. Uh, anyway, Dinobot manages to finish off Quickstrike um, with his I-beams. God, so they have an I-beam showdown, Dragon Ball Z style. Yes. Um, Quickstrike sort of flings, is flung back. Um, then Dinobot winds up zapping him with his I-beams again when Quickstrike says, your that all, says, you, that got? all you got? Yes. And Donovan's like, no, it isn't. And then he gets all crispy like a piece of toast. Pretty much. Um, Dinobot turns around and is walking away. And then we see Dinobot's sword get flung into the ground in front of him from Megatron, who tells him to finish him. Um, finish Dinobot, him! He, um, he says uh, he's a good fighter, and under his training, he would serve them well. To which Megatron sort of apprehensively agrees and tells Inferno to aid Quickstrike. <laughs> and it's just like the ending of the two-parter where Worf goes to fight the Klingon Civil War, where he decides to spare that kid of Duras's instead of killing him. Yeah. Oh my god. Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh. <laughs> and then the Klingon Emperor guy, well, not Emperor, whatever he is. He's like, okay, well, then your brother can kill him. And he's like, no, you gave me his life, and I spared it. Anyways. Yes, anyway, getting back to the episode. Back to Dinobot Um, and his Batlist. I did think Um, it was weird when Megatron told Black Arachnia that she could kill the... that she could could kill Quick Strike. It seemed a little... (laughs) didn't make a lot of sense. (laughs) Well, I mean, she's a Black Widow. All the rumors. Anyway, 
Inferno um, refers to Megatron as his queen. We got a little scene where Dinobots like, oh, that. I didn't realize you had changed. I was not aware you had given yourself a new title. And Megatron's just like, uh, the, the ant has some faulty programming. But his loyalty is without question. It's true. He's a good boy. He's a good yeah. ant boy. Um, Megatron, He's a though, good, violent ant boy. Yeah. Um, Megatron quickly changes the topic to the, the Golden Discs and asks Dinobot where they are. Uh, apparently Dinobot gave the alien disc to Rhinox, but the, the one from Earth uh, is still in the hiding spot that we saw from the, I want to say it was the s- first episode? No, second episode of season two. Because he, uh, he hid the discs. Under a rock. Nobody will yes. look there. <laughs> <laughs> there are lots um, of rocks on Earth with two moons. To be fair, yes, yeah. there are tons of rocks. Earth with one moon. Yeah. Well, one moon now. The, the 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 Earth formerly known as two moons. I'm gonna say the the, the Earth that formerly had two moons. Yeah, it's it's a it's a symbol now. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, I'm going to hell for making a Prince joke. I think it's okay now. <laughs> going to hell for making a Prince joke. Prince would appreciate it. <laughs> I'm not sure about that. Well, We're not not making fun of him. We're just thinking. You know, little little goofs. Anywho, like purple raining down the disses on them. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, Dino- Dinobot says that he'll uh, get the disc for Megatron tomorrow. To which Megatron is not uh, happy with that answer and says that no, that they'll get it now. Um, yeah, that's a weird line. He's like, "I'll get it for yeah. you tomorrow." Yeah. <laughs> I want to go take a nap first. What are you guess. doing right now, asshole? <laughs> <laughs> like, why would it be? T- it doesn't even make sense to wait till tomorrow. It's like, why? Yeah, it's not like he really needs sleep or anything. Panabot's half-heartedly trying to delay Megatron getting the disc. Yeah, it's a really bad attempt. <laughs> really bad attempt. So, um, from here we cut to to Rattrap, who is sort of. Searching I, around for Dinobots. I noticed the so. cheese this time. I didn't notice that. <laughs> That's a good cheese. Yeah, because what what winds up happening is uh, he hears Megatron, and he he transforms, activates an infrared mode, <laughs> and yes, the his vision is. I don't know if it's real. It's not really infrared, and yes, we do have a little piece of cheese in the corner <laughs> spinning around. Um, but he sees that Megatron and Dinobot are flying towards a mountain and he goes off in pursuit. Uh, Megatron sort of drops Dinobot down and then transforms and we get Dinobot who finds the rock that he hid the disc under and pulls it out. And I'm trying to remember what it says on the disc. It's it's the one they stole with... with uh, yeah, it was the one from so- Earth. Yeah, so it's actually got some like Voyagerish. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's it says the sound. Yeah, it, on one side it says the sounds of Earth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. And he hands it to to Megatron, who was looking over his shoulder, and he's holding it, admiring it. Um, he's like, he sticks it in his pocket. Yeah. Which he has, I guess. Yeah, apparently <laughs> in his back. 
Um, he says, with this little bauble, we will write we we will write a new chapter chapter in the history of our race. And Dinobots like or destroy it, and then we get internal monologue. For some reason, the fourth and fifth law doesn't. Unless oh shit! You're right. Yeah. Unless he's talking through somehow. a speaker or something, because uh, he says, "Either way, I will know the truth at last." Um, Megatron goes on to say that uh, he assures him that uh, it will happen as he has calculated, and that it won't be any concern of his. And just as he's saying that, he's wheeling back with his uh, his tail about to smack Dinobot, and then Rattrap arrives on the scene and manages to shoot Megatron. So. For once, Rattrap's shot actually knocks Megatron over, because the first episode of Season 2, uh, his shots really weren't doing much of anything to him. No. <laughs> I don't know. What critical that. Maybe he charged shot it, like Mega Man style. And, he, and here's like where I'm saying that Megatron like wasn't really being stupid in this episode, because he was just using Dinobot, and like he was clearly just going to kill him. Yeah. And, and and really, he like is he, he gets what he wanted from, from the interaction, even though he doesn't get to kill Dinobot. He, like that's true. Just runs away. Yeah, but he doesn't. He doesn't. Get, he doesn't get to take out his his sperm. His lover's sperm. <laughs> also, also, um, I got the sense uh, from the beginning of the episode that whatever it is that Megatron's planning, he's been successful in moving forward with it, with or without the disc. And and yeah. uh, and he basically looked over, and Dinobot basically looked over the disc and didn't see like too much additional. Uh, Advantage that Megatron would get from having the disc, and so that's why mm-hmm. he was willing to uh, to to give it up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very true. Then he gives yeah. up a shot to poor Rattrap. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. he doesn't know that Megatron was about to hit him, so he's just like, "Oh shit, gotta protect my new leader." I guess. See, I thought he didn't yeah. know Megatron was gonna hit him, and he was just like, "Well, I'm rolling with it." <laughs> I, I I don't think he did. I think he just like saw Rattrap and. He's like, ooh, I'm 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 Predacon boy now. I took yeah, exactly. I took that as as uh, as the Megatron sneaking up on him thing. I took it as Megatron seeing the uh, seeing the that uh, Dinobot was hesitating and sort of anticipating that he was going to turn on him and, and so preemptively coming up on him. Mm-hmm. They just Which can't problem, stop betraying yeah. each other. <laughs> it just keeps happening. Are no good. <laughs> you think you? It's like the fifth and a half law of robotics is that Decept- is that Decepticons and Predacons just gotta betray each other. <laughs> it's in their names. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It depends on the continuity of why they're of why they have those names. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dinobot manages to uh, sort of incapacitate Rattrap, so to speak. Um, Megatron says so as a final test of your loyalty kill the vermin uh <laughs> says he's defeated it is unnecessary um but megatron insists and gives him his sword and dinobot's sort of holding it up to him and rat traps like i always knew you was a stinking pred <laughs> and uh so they draw, they draw this scene out a little bit i thought like yeah, i mean they did. to make it to make it ten tension uh to bring tension yeah and such yeah, because Dinobot event, like, he, he looks like he's going to stab Rattrap, and then he sort of resigns himself and doesn't do it. Megatron sort of wheels back again and tries to hit him, and Dinobot manages to block it with his sword. Um, 
<laughs> so as they're sort of going back and forth a little bit, uh, we get Silverbolt radioing Rattrap to let him know that he and Optimus are on the way, and that they're only a few nano clicks away. And Rattrap says, "Make it faster than that." Um, <laughs> Dinobot and Megatron have a bit of an exchange, saying that. Uh, Dinobot accuses Megatron of being insane and that he'll destroy both the Maxwells and the Predacons and all who came before. Which and is so, a little bit of a tease. Yeah. 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 Um, that, that actually was in the TF wiki, but it, that, it was getting long, so I didn't bring it up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, it didn't help. <laughs> yeah. But yeah um, so at the end of their exchange, Megatron winds up transforming and leaving. And sure enough, right after he leaves, Silverbolt and Optimus show up. And terrible beast about Optimus. <laughs> yeah. Except the um, sea and surfer. Yeah. Sea and surfer. Sea and surfer. So from here, um, Optimus asks what the situation is and what's going on. Uh, he asks if Dinobot's all right, uh, to which Dinobot's sort of quiet. And Rattrap's like, well, you just missed Megatron. Oh, and old Chopper Face here decided to play Predacon again. And Optimus is sort of like, what? And Silverbolt's like, Dinobot? And Dinobot basically just admits, he's like, it's true, I have betrayed you. And Silverbolt's like, but your honor. And Dinobot's like, Predacon honor. It's Predacon honor. I am Predacon. It's Klingon honor. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. And uh, Dinobot mentions about how he feels that Megatron is close to achieving a great victory and how he foolishly believed that he wanted to be a part of it. Um, to which Optimus is then like, and now? And Dinobot says, I wish to fight with you until we win the Beast Wars or destroy trying. And if they won't have him, then he'll fight Megatron alone. Um, Silverbolt <laughs> turns to Optimus and says that he was a Predacon once when you gave me a chance. I love well, Silverbolt is a, is a good boy here, but it's like yeah. pretty different. You were tricked into becoming a Predacon. Dinobot yeah. I was already a Predacon <laughs> once. Yeah, he already had a chance. chance. <laughs> I mean, like, I think they should take Dinobot back on, but, like, it's not a very good argument. <laughs> it's too bad they don't and they kill him right on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know Optimus would do that to somebody. Just... Rip their head off. I was like, that's stupid, Silverbolt. He, he already had a chance. I mean, he's a murderous Dinobot. This is Joss Whedon's Beast Wars. What was that, Kendall? I said, this is Joss Whedon's Beast Wars. It's Zack Snyder's Beast Wars. Oh, God. No, please, no. No. <laughs> and then Optimus breaks Dinobot's neck and. No, uh, uh, he asks Rat Trap what he thinks. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then Rat Trap breaks uh, down a lot's neck. <laughs> um, Rat Trap, uh, he's like, oh, we're up cold. He's like, you know yeah. how I feel about lizard breath. You can't trust Love him. him. And he smells bad. Love him, damn it. <laughs> and there's the teeth, and you ever see him eat. <laughs> I was like, by the pit, how much of this dribble must I endure? <laughs> Just like, but I got used to him. And Optimus sort of, you know, casually and a bit slyly says, you better change your activation code pack. And Dinobot says that he's grateful and goes ahead changing it. 
And then he goes on to say that he needs to discuss something of great importance with Optimus. And Optimus says, well, time enough for that back at base. And he's like, we'll see you there. So he, he oh, gets God. back onto his surfboard and flies away. <laughs> Can't he ride Optimus? <laughs> I'm sure he'd love to. Oh. I <laughs> yeah, I ship it. Uh, <laughs> speaking of riding on... Uh, <laughs> Rat Trap transforms into his vehicle mode again. This is the dumbest. <laughs> so like, stupid. <laughs> he's like maximal taxi on the way home. <laughs> I remember how I complained about how, how how useless it was earlier. It's even yeah. worse now. <laughs> <laughs> so well, Dino, I I love Dinobot's line though. Yeah, he's like, so I am to be punished after all. I was say, maybe, yeah. this, maybe we're looking at this wrong. Maybe this isn't. This is supposed to be dumb, and it is supposed to be punishment. <laughs> Yeah. Especially Maybe. with all those steps. Yeah. I was gonna say, that's yeah. what makes it so dumb. <laughs> yeah. We get like a little exchange between Dinobot and Rattrap. Um Dinobot essentially saying, Oh, that was just a rehearsal from went for the real moment that will be at my choosing. When when Rattrap asks him why he didn't kill him. Yeah. He's like, No, that was just a that was just a rehearsal for the real moment. And uh so Rattrap tells him that it's Glad to have him back, and Dinobot says the pleasure is all yours. Rather, it's it's the pleasure uh, is all yours, vermin. Uh. And of course, he's <laughs> accentuating the uh, every time because Rattrap is driving downstairs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this, this, yeah, the mountain has like uh, a rock formation steps. that's that's step. Yeah, that makes steps. Like this, you think tarantulas put that in? No, I think I think doesn't look natural to me. Well, I I do remember when he hid the the golden disc uh, before there was like that formation on that rock. So it's just that Maybe one mountain. He put it in. He was just really Maybe. obsessive about needing a staircase up to his secret spot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, there was the end of the episode. We made it uh, through. We did. What was everybody's thoughts? Was it a good bad app, a bad bad app, or an app you kind of liked? Because <laughs> a good app and just good, you know, like it's great having a Dinobot uh, character development, obviously, and like I feel like every episode this season has been working because of it's a shorter um, season. It's been working towards this greater subplot more than the first season did, yeah. um, which was more like uh, random episodes. Because uh, like every episode has been kind of hinting at something, and uh, yeah, like. Uh, more Dinobot is good because he's a great character, and he, he gets he gets his chance to shine in this episode. Yeah, it was definitely a very Dinobot centric episode, and it's sort of laying the seeds for what's going to wind up happening later on this season. I think too. Ooh, dun dun dun! <laughs> I felt like this was maybe the weakest episode of the season so far. Really? Um, yeah. I just it just didn't. Um, it was like I think what it was is it didn't have enough like part of the big story continuityness for me to like mm-hmm. be like what's going to happen next. Also, I'm not like the the overall big picture subplot of this season. It hasn't quite hooked me yet. Uh, but also, it did connect to that, and it did feel a little bit limited by by the, by having to move that that overarching plot forward so it wasn't you didn't get to do as much as you might have done with him 
And I just, I also didn't really feel like he ever, I don't know, it didn't feel, it didn't, it, him turning to the Predacons felt very out of left field, mm-hmm. and then he just sort of went back to, like, it wasn't, I think it would have been better if he actually did something to the Maximals. Like, yeah. if, if he actually, um, was like a Predacon fight, for another episode. Or, or if in the middle of the fight, at the beginning, uh, when the Predacons had the upper hand, he said, that's it, I'm done with you guys, and shot Rat Trap or something. Or I if, like, um, Rat Trap and Dinobots fight at the end was more of a fight, and they had, like, a banter during it where he's like, I thought you, like, I know I always knew you were going to betray us, and then, like, mm-hmm. Dinobot, like, says, like, shut your mouth, Maximal, and they kind of have this, like, argument thing as they're fighting, but yeah. it's really quick, it's like, you shoot them once, and then... Yeah, I was going to say, it's one of those things that's just a case where, because of the time limit uh-huh. of, you know, 20-something minutes, yeah. you can't always get in an, a full, fleshed-out fleshiness? I yeah. don't know. And, I love that's why, and that's why this Golden Disc subplot hinders them even further, because you had to have, a, a you know, that scene at the beginning where he's playing computer games, and then, uh, uh, the, the, you know, let's, you gotta do... And then the, the fight with with uh, Quick Strike that was completely didn't make any sense as to why would that be? <laughs> that was padding more than anything for sure. Yeah, it was padding, it was cool and they could have developed his character. It was a good fight, but it was not necessary. I think I was on my phone during that fight. <laughs> both um, times I watched this episode rude. twice, and I think both and, and times. And like Kendall, you're saying like the, the golden disc thing like makes the episode like. Uh, it limits it, but I think the episode wouldn't have worked without a reason for Dinobot to defect at see. all. Like that's the whole reason he defects. Yeah, I mean, it. and they could have they could have spent thirty seconds at the beginning of the article or at the at the beginning of the article at the beginning of the episode. Are you reading right now? <laughs> <laughs> they could have spent a little bit at the beginning of the uh, at the beginning of the episode where he gets in a fight with the Maximals, or they could have if they wanted to do an overarching, uh, they could have done a more subtle. Like a couple of times in the last few episodes, he's disagreed with the Maximals' methods or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a lot of things they could have done to make me believe that he would switch sides. This seemed a little bit, a little mm-hmm. bit out of nowhere and a, almost a little bit lazy. And I think that they did kind of like build it up with that scene, Shakespeare scene, in, in an earlier episode. Mm-hmm. But it could have been more for sure. And it's, I mean, I think it's be, there's probably. I'd imagine there's more to come with this with this golden disc Megatron destroy the universe subplot that it probably it's in the makes theme it worth song. It. it has to be important. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm sh- I'm sure that there will be something that 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 hap- that happens going forward that makes you know makes the big picture fine. But it's just like as a I, I just felt like this was this was either a this was this didn't do the. Oh my gosh! What's going to happen next? That a that a like a a mythology episode should do, but it also had just enough mythology in it that sort of some of the other aspects were lacking. Yeah, mm. fair enough. The bad boy of foreign beast. <laughs> Did Jordan just, uh, have his two sides? I, I was just going to say I just kind of liked it in general. More uh, basically, even as like when I was a kid and rewatching it, the Colin Disc had my attention, so anytime they came up, I was always like wondering what was going on with those. It's a big shiny disc. I did not catch your attention. (laughs) 
hey, I have that. I still have those laser discs. So yeah. <laughs> I think what really sums it up is that the acting was honestly so terrible, and it seemed like a character was crying or freaking out every three minutes. I didn't like the music, and all the other characters were more loud and obnoxious than whimsical. The plot was weak for most of the movie until a final fight scene between the witch and Dorothy. Uh, I was very bored while watching and wanted to turn it off after about 30 minutes to an hour. Will not watch again. Indira D, <laughs> two stars, July 16, 2016. We really didn't like it. <laughs> uh, Kay, I don't think that uh, we got your uh, your uh, reaction to the episode. Well, I thought Michael Darn turned in an excellent performance, as usual. <laughs> and I love how you can always tell when Jonathan Frakes is directing an episode because of the way he does camera angles and does his wide shots. It's very, very artistic, especially compared to, say, when Patrick Stewart directs an episode on the occasion where he just kind of does it in the quote-unquote normal TNG style. Yeah, I mean, Patrick Stewart uh-huh. do- doesn't have a lot of directing experience. No, yeah, I mean, you could tell you could tell with this one, Jonathan Frakes really wanted to make his mark on things, do his own spin. Mm-hmm. So the Beast Wars the- episode. <laughs> Red Spiner was a little weak in his performance, though. All right. <laughs> Anyways. Oh my no, gosh, I, I remember a piece episode. of trivia about A Fistful of Datas. So, uh, apparently, um, uh, Maria Circus is that her name? Uh, Sir, yeah, uh, Counselor Troy. Uh, she. Um, uh, oh yeah, uh, she did her own stunt, I think. Well, well, Brent Brent Spiner actually told her to tone down her her acting in it because he's he was like, "This is my episode. Ooh, don't don't wow. steal my <laughs> Damn, Brenty. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, normally he's. Just has to act as robotic and wooden as possible. So when he gets to ham it up, it's it's probably fun. Mm-hmm. He's Still, a- tell someone else to act worse just because, like, <laughs> well, no, not, not so much- over the top. I don't think he said act yeah. worse. Yeah, it was like because okay. she had a she has a scene um, as we went over. Um, just like at the just like when Rat Trap confronts uh, Dinobot, she's got a scene where she uh, where she she shows up and like shoot, shoots the Data's hats off with their guns and and she's you know very much like steals the scene so i could see why if I say she's kind of the... playing up her own her yeah. own western sona yeah western sona <laughs> well i mean that's basically what it is that's yeah so, so you like the beast wars episode though <laughs> no it was a good episode uh cool. i enjoyed it you know it was it was fun to watch you know it had some cool overarching plot shit in it you know, and of course, you know, like you said, spotlight on Dinobot, that's always cool. Oh, yeah. Dinobot, unlike unlike the Green Ranger, he's not he's not as socially awkward. <laughs> you should not say that I don't love Tommy. He's he's very good. Tommy's the best. Tommy yeah. is good. No, yeah, Here's good, that good great episode, 10 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think we had a few questions, did we not? I give it. I give it seven. I give it eight. I, I give it six out of ten. One and three quarters stars. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's how the math works. Okay, so, um, <laughs> so we had a question uh, from before that we didn't get to from Eric, where he asked. Uh, I think we actually talked about, it, but not on air. Uh, what songs does uh, Optimus Prime will have on his workout mi- mixtape? Oh yes. <laughs> I think he's definitely got the the old Superman theme song. Never yeah, working for the weekend. 
<laughs> so you know Wait, what? I he think, probably I think has mentioned a lot of Stan Bush stuff. Yeah. So I have a. He probably stole my Pandora station, which is uh, <laughs> which is called Gonna Fly Now Radio. Um, it was based off of the the main the the song that created it was Gonna Fly Now theme from Rocky. Uh, and so what it has is a mix of movie themes, like yeah, like John Williams, like Superman type stuff, and like stadium rock arena arena anthems. So it'll be like Eye of the Tiger. And then the theme from Star Wars, and uh, yeah, it, it'll pump you up. You will rock you. Yes, exactly. I'm gonna say not to go back to the Star Trek. Well, but he probably listens to like the probably probably listens to the movie soundtracks from yep. those movie soundtrack shows up on that station. I'm gonna say it's, I think it's good soundtracks. I think he's got um, Surfing USA in there too, just to like have horse the board. <laughs> yeah. He, well, well, no. This is Optimus. Transmetal <laughs> Optimus. Um, he has he has uh, Surfing USA. He has uh, like a bunch of mediocre pop punk. Uh, probably like less than Jake and Smash uh, Mouth. Everyone yeah, Smash has Smash Mouth. Mouth. Yeah. Oh, he has like the the soundtrack from Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Yeah. Exactly. He, he, yeah. Here it's got I big am. shiny tunes six on you there. Know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Jock jams. Yeah, yeah. No, no. He he has Superman from Goldfinger. Yeah, love that song. <laughs> he also surprisingly has the theme to Goldfinger. <laughs> Goldfinger. <laughs> he got, he has skip when he's exercising when he's listening to it though. He's got the Midas touch. <laughs> Uh, okay, yeah. and so that's probably so, what's on there. So uh, Ryan also asked us. Uh, so what we kind of uh, with all the G one, basically with all the Generation One references and what what we learn and how there are Insecticons uh, in Generation One. Do you think Wasmator somehow is responsible for the Insecticons being hidden on Earth? As kind of like a because uh-huh. uh, cre- creating your own. Like a grandfather paradox kind of oh. thing. Yeah. You know, I Real thought about J. Fry stuff. I was thinking about this because well, I I can't really I don't want to spoiler too much for Beast Machines that we'll probably be doing in the future. Um, I don't necessarily think that it was Waspinator, however, I do have an alternate theory. And my alternate theory is, you know, the little light bugs that Tarantulas has? Oh, oh yeah! Oh. I think they all grow. They all grew up. Yeah, I think they evolved over millions of years. <laughs> or, hey, maybe, maybe the maybe uh, Scorpionok comes back and he has some babies. <laughs> or, or, or it could be, uh, it could be Buzz Buzzsaw. What's the name of the What's the name of the recolored figure? The oh yeah, Buzzsaw. Re- that's yeah, right. Buzz, yeah. Buzzsaw. Buzzclaw. Man. I'm gonna say bus. I just landed in another in another part of the Earth. He landed on the Antarctic. Yeah, there's another. There's a. Yeah, it is a big planet. Yeah, they, maybe uh, maybe what maybe another uh, pod landed. There's another beast wars going the, on somewhere else. He landed on the real moon. <laughs> and finally, and, and then have... and yeah, and he so he downloaded the DNA of some of the wasps that are on the moon. Yeah. <laughs> You know, moon wasps. Wasp, white Anglo-Saxon Protestant, not like the bugs. <laughs> oh, no, 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 Lord Zed's up there. It's all Jewish. Mazel <laughs> 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 tov. 
Um, so, <laughs> and then finally, Mike asked us. Uh, I'm going to have to try. I'm imagining this is how he actually wants. Uh, it says is, but yo, who want to fuck that bot? It's a bot. Basically, uh, because of the picture we had for for uh, asking for questions. Mm. Oh, for so Dinobot then. Yes. Mm. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> I think those teeth kind of turn me off. And also, he has a big old sword. Well, the sword's not a bad thing. I mean, I have a sword. Well, yes, <laughs> but his your sword isn't part of your body. Oh, true. Good point. This is he's, he's only part of his body when he's a dinosaur. You know, I I it seems like we're kind of just obviously dancing around uh, some obvious dick joke that we can make here, but. <laughs> Did you do that a couple of episodes ago? I just don't want to do that. Yeah. Hey, that's on the bingo card, too. Unintentional dick joke. His dick is like its sword. It's all spinny and blady. Yeah, there we go. Thanks. Nope. It's called the Cuisinart. Anyways. (laughs) God. God. It is a good picture of Danavoth, though. Yeah. yeah uh, I, let's see. I forget. I usually when I post uh, ask for questions in the Facebook group, I use fan art or rather uh, interesting pictures. So I make sure to put the you know the web the link from the artist I found it from. And I'm pretty sure that the artist who did that one was kind of going for that old um, the blister package uh, art that uh, the old Generation One toys yeah. had with the yeah. with the I don't know what that kind of one is. Like, I mean, it's it's more like a painted-ish, like printing than than uh, actual like hard colors, I guess. If you link it, I'd like to see it now. Actually, uh, all right, I can the picture. It. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen. You, it. I would, I would you're on a on group, Facebook. aren't you? No, I I would have I would join if I was ever actually on Facebook more than like. <laughs> once a year. Gotcha. Makes sense. Finding this picture here. <laughs> Feeling dead air. Feeling dead air. <laughs> Zero uh, mayhem. Oh, there we go. Yep. That I is copied it. The, I copied the link from Facebook. This is one of Ooh. the best movies of all time. Four and a half stars. <laughs> <laughs> out of five or out of ten? Uh, out of five. Uh, that was out of five. Stars are always s- five. I mean, this movie was... To to old fashioned is what I think, but the music was good. My favorite song was "Over the Rainbow." Two words. I would say <laughs> this is a fantasy movie. So if you like fantasy, you might like this. Conrad A. Two stars. Real fucking useful, Conrad. <laughs> <laughs> like offended by that review. <laughs> I realized Dinobot has spine parts going over his crotch. Does that count as a boner? (laughs) Yes. Because it's a literal bone. A boner. All the time. He's showing his boner off. So we have beak dick and then we have spine dick. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Spine dick. Jesus. (laughs) That makes their ship name Beak Spine. (laughs) If you want to ship those two characters. I don't. Anywho, so that was all the questions we had this week, Jordan? Yep, that was all the questions. Mm. You didn't have me to send in anything. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, did you have any news that you would like to bring up? Uh, there week? actually was yeah. some pretty big news that happened this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, wait, would that be this week or would that be last? No, this last week, yeah, this week, yes. Mm-hmm. Enough going around in circles. Anyways, you know, a very important person in uh, in the Transformers, in the history of Transformers has just retired. Ooh. Oh. Yes, the Undertaker? yes. What? No, not the... No. <laughs> was all over my Twitter feed. I made a reference to wrestling. <laughs> I'm, sure the, I'm sure some folks on all on the Watchtower would be proud. <laughs> I, I, I mean, you know, I did, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm glad. Mind you, I, I watched WrestleMania in a theater last night, so. They hold, yeah, I saw that yeah. on Slack. The yeah. only reason I know anything about the, the Undertaker required is that you told me, Greg, so you know. <laughs> You're passing along the info I gave. Just, just yeah, it's news. <laughs> I just didn't know that the Undertaker was was involved in Transformers. That's pretty neat. <laughs> I've always said they should just make freaking wrestling Transformers. They've done so many crossovers already with other things. I'm sure it's coming at this point. Oh, I mean, John Cena is a big old semi truck. <laughs> That'd be sweet. Undertaker is a hearse. Yeah, I could see that. Anyways, do you want to know the actual news? <laughs> yes, yes, yes let's hear the news. <laughs> yes, uh, well, uh, God, I just realized I don't know how to pronounce this. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna wing it. Mm-hmm. Hideyake Yoke, uh, which was uh, Takara's lead designer on Transformers, uh, just retired. Ooh, no, so his retirement. Toys. He, I mean, not to get melodramatic, but you could consider him to be like one of the one of, like the fathers of Transformers. Yeah. Because he was actually one of the designers on uh, both the Diaclone and Microman lines, which were the toy lines that a lot of the original first wave of G1 Transformers came from. Yes. He was going to say, I think it says a lot that one of the toys he designed was actually Optimus Prime himself. Wow. He he designed, in specifically, so he created one of the most iconic, he created like the arguably the most iconic Transformer ever. That's a pretty big distinguishing gonna say he was also really important for he was like basically the liaison between takara and hasbro in the early days he like went over there for a year and just kept the communication between the two and got the partnership going mm-hmm. and that's the thing is he he hasn't been he isn't one of those dudes who like became hands off ever he's been helping out with the designing like through all these years like every toy line there's something in there that he's had his hands on hmm. That's he's pretty. pretty cool. He's pretty important. I mean, you know, people go. People would like just do their designing, and if they were having trouble, they'd go to him and be like, "Hey, we're having trouble figuring out how to get this to work," and he'd come up with something. That's the fact that he's so, yeah. been he's attached. Finally to it for retiring. So long. Yeah. Uh, so well, you know, it's, hopefully everything keeps going good, but you know, it'll 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 never be the same. <laughs> well, we'll wish him well, regardless. Oh yeah. So. That's the big. That's the big news of this week. Is I mean, big important dude retired. Mm. It'd be like if Shigeru Miyamoto suddenly announced his retirement. Yeah, yeah. No, it's definitely a big deal. Mm. I'm glad it's like a retirement, though. He didn't like die. That would be really yeah. Sad. <laughs> it's not 2016. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. No, now we're in 2017, which makes us almost wonder whether. We would want to go back to 2016. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that first half wasn't so bad, I guess. Mm. 
No, it was pretty. It was all very bad. Yeah. <laughs> ah, was there any other news they had there, Casey? Or- mm, don't recall anything of especially high importance. <laughs> okay. Okay, I, I just wanted to point out that the reason why I think I thought a WrestleMania or like a WWE crossover with the Transformers isn't too far off the bat is because there's a Jetsons and WWE movie coming out. Oh, yeah. yes, that's right. I know, or big, or big Show <laughs> takes over the world. Yeah, these are all these are all like Hanna Barbera properties, though, right? So I mean, like yes. Transformers isn't that. So well, I mean, Transformers has had toy line crossovers with Star Wars and uh, with Marvel. Animorphs. Yep. And absolutely. Animorphs, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> I mean, absolutely. It's just I, I, these WWE things, like, are specifically for... You know, so I guess it would depend on who... I forget who has the toy license for WWE. Ah, uh, ooh. That's a good question. The Transformers Wrestling League would be fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> there was actually a comic in... It was either the late 80s or early 90s. Um, where a Transformer actually, it was one of the smaller Transformers actually wrestled like some character. Like it, it was just a character made up for the story, but there were, I think a guy actually suplexed the Transformer in like, and put his head through the ring or something like that. <laughs> You're thinking of the Power Rangers movie. You it's almost as good. Buddies. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's almost as good as Sabin uh, suplexing a train, but not quite. Oh, pretty cool. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah. Want to hear my fun. hot Energon takes? <laughs> what are your hot Energon takes? It was bad. That's a good take. Is Energon <laughs> the one that had Kicker? Yes, it was the one that had Kicker. Oh, As a I kid, I kind of liked the concept of Kicker because oh. he like, was an active human ally, but. He was a turd. Yeah, he but at least he was dick. an active human ally. We're talking about the show have. Energon. I thought you meant like the concept of Energon in the <laughs> mythology. <laughs> but again, this is when I was younger when I, I watched it. I don't know how. I, <laughs> I don't know how I'd feel about Kicker now. But like when yeah, I was a kid, I, I, mean, thought he, I thought he was at least active in the story, which usually they're just kind of to the sidelines. Um, but like, yeah, I didn't like the fight scenes and stuff like that. Say, like the Unicron trilogy as a whole had had its problems, but you know, I still have a lot of. You know, nostalgia and fondest for for obvious reasons. I mean, I grew up with it, but yeah, yeah. I don't have nostalgia for Energon. That show was bad. <laughs> Cybertron was better because I got Cybertron was better. Okay, I might check out Cybertron then. Because, like you know, like I was saying, Armada had some pacing and dubbing issues, and Cybertron CG wasn't like the best, but it was it was way better than Energon. Yeah. Like I mean, it still had like you know some of the stiffness, but it had. It was not nearly as bad. <laughs> Energon was a flaming bag of dog shit. <laughs> like, like Armada and Cybertron are both worth a look. I mean, just just don't even bother with Energon. It was poorly animated, poorly written, and poorly dubbed. Yeah, yeah the CGI was, I think, so bad that. Uh, like, th- looking at them in... Sorry, no, you go ahead. I think this uh, this re- this review of Wizard the, of Oz probably uh, sums it up for you. An allegorical rendering? WTF. Who is the Tin Man? I don't trust the, let's say, nice lady, either. A whopping two thumbs up. My ass. <laughs> 
god. <laughs> yeah, they basically have no fucking facial expressions. Like, not at all. Mm-hmm. And also, so they he- just have, they have, like, no weight to them or anything. And also, it was especially bad because there were some scenes where, because they were wanted to have facial expressions, they'd switch to 2D animation that looks a thousand times better. Mm-hmm. Just for, like, five seconds to show, like, a close-up on a face or something. Yeah, I always got disappointed when animes would be like, okay, well, we're having, like, all the humans and stuff be, uh, a- like, 2D animated, but the robots are going to be 3D animated. I didn't like that. They've done it better now, like, in more modern anime, but, like, I really hated yeah. it back then. So something like Zoids was a bit off-putting then. Zoids was good. That was a good show. I never got into Zoids back in the day, but I liked it when we had an audio entropy Zoids watch. That was fun. Yeah, that I enjoyed it. <laughs> I missed that. I wish I was there. <laughs> it was oh, like Christmas sure. Eve, so I could forgive you for missing yeah. it. <laughs> if you if you mention it to Eric, I'm sure Eric's gonna wanna <laughs> watch some more episodes. And of course, that's Eric from Inside the Master Studio. Uh, and actually, now that I mention it, does anybody have anything they would like to plug this week? Plug two thumbs up my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Well, how are we going to follow that now? <laughs> uh, well, uh, I guess I'll do my regular plugs. Like, uh, get my artwork at dangerchair.tumblr.com. Uh, and my Twitter is this is emeralds at uh, Twit. It's not at Twitter. It's just at this is emeralds. And uh, this is emeralds on Instagram. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this, is Emer- this is emerald on Instagram without the S. Yeah. <laughs> And I'll plug uh, They See Me Rolling Again. Uh, I don't think a new episode has been out yet, though. But, uh, I don't think. Yeah, and I... They hate <laughs> <laughs> I It might just mean that uh, Scump has uh, eaten too many bugs and they just have to wait a little bit. <laughs> if, you haven't checked it, if you haven't checked it out yet, there's a good backlog, so still check it out. Yeah. yeah. And um, uh, Jesse Cooper's like, he's like, I started up an actual Facebook group now for called CurioCast Podcast Emporium, so I don't have to say all three separately anymore. Yay. <laughs> okay, uh, so you can see my ukulele. Uh, and or mandolin covers on YouTube, uh, K Hallman, K H A L M A N. My Twitter is at K Hallman, K H A L M A N. And also, uh, check out the Kendallcast feed. Uh, we just uh, released a new episode of the Katarn Collection. Um, as, as Emily said on uh, Teenagers with Attitude, there are other things on the Kendallcast feed, but I am, cl- <laughs> I am plugging the Katarn Collection. <laughs> and plugging your plagiarism of music. It's not really <laughs> plagiarism. It's fair use. I, uh, I, I uh, yeah. Fair use of theft. <laughs> I cite the source. Yeah. No, I'm, I think it's fine. And it's good music, too. <laughs> that's, my, that's just my opinion. You give it two yeah. thumbs up. Not your ass. Exactly. I mean, unless you're into that kind of thing. No. <laughs> Anyway, um, as always, I shall plug Audio Entropy. Uh, we've got a whole bunch of podcasts on there. Uh, Burger, or is it Burgers, Burgers, Burgers at Pops? 
Yeah. Yep. Ironic, uh, since Jughead has yet to eat a burger. Apparently. Yes. Uh, no, he eats still- he eats burger in a couple of episodes. He just isn't obsessed with burgers, which is why I refuse to watch the show. <laughs> I need to catch up on that show because I really I, good. I enjoyed what I watched so far. So I, and then yeah. I, I also want to listen to the new podcast. So yeah, it's really good. Like, yeah, as no, we all know, for every awesome. one of our podcasts, you have to watch the show along with it. Yes. Well, yes. no, but I, I already want to watch Riverdale. Oh, I don't oh, want I the I'm, podcast. I'm, I'm also, I think that the Burgers with <laughs> Pops thing is it's not it's not a rewatch podcast. It's a discussion. So it. Yeah, I can say it's a current watch podcast. Yeah, you would you would. Uh, it's a show not from the nineties. But they're not necessarily going episode by episode. True. Um, they're just sort of discussing the show every week. So. Um, yeah, I haven't listened to it, but I'm sure it's good if it's about a good show. Well, I mean, oh. it's got good people on it, you know. Exactly. It's audio entry. Yeah. The audio um, entry is the best podcast network in the world. Yeah. <laughs> um, as well, I'm going to uh, just plug because we we actually got some some fan art for once. We got a we got a bingo card. Yeah, it was yeah. so cool. We got a thanks. we got a bingo card from uh, from Profound Pants on Twitter. Yeah, thanks so much for that. That was really cool. Man, I gotta look th- look that up. That sounds cool. <laughs> it is in the um, it's in the the general fan art section of the Audio Entropy website. So if you check that out, or if you check out our Twitter or our Facebook group, we've got that sort of posted now as our little banner. Um, Profound so, Pants yeah. did a great job. Yeah, it actually has me in my Optimus hoodie and yeah, you know, some some other references there. It's great. And hey, we made it through all the questions tonight, so you can't mark that one down. <laughs> yeah, go us. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there you go. Um, oh, one thing I mentioned it a couple of weeks ago. Sadly, the demonstration I was hoping to do for the Power Rangers movie fell through at the very Aww. last minute. Um, instead of a 20-minute demo, they only wanted a five-minute demo and decided to go with the Taekwondo students instead of us. Uh, but I have... Fuckers. Yeah. Challenge the Taekwondo <laughs> students. Go martial arts off. Your Except honor they're has made of this. wood that you're Jason. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I do have a tournament coming up this week, um, as well Hopefully. as a demonstration for that. So I'll probably have some video uh, is that I'll have three on, my on three ninja tournament. <laughs> is it? Is it? A, is um, it? Oh, so it's so it's a tag team synchronized ninja tournament. Oh my gosh! Sure, we'll go with that. <laughs> Um, but hopefully I'll have some video and uh, I'll try and share some of that on uh, on Facebook and probably my Twitter and maybe I'll even share some of it on the War and Beast uh, Facebook group as well if anybody's interested in checking it out. I am, so. <laughs> um, actually, it's funny because we didn't we mention something about Eye of the Tiger earlier? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Taekwondo students normally do a demo using Eye of the Tiger. So that's music, definitely so. on Tigatron's workout playlist. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, so Tigatron's workout playlist is all early '60s Bob Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> you can't work out the Bob Dylan. <laughs> Tigatron. Oh, trust me, you definitely can. I have many times. <laughs> Transform and rule out. <laughs> Listening to. <laughs> Listening to that House, bad Bob his Dylan first, his first album, uh, 
Yeah, Bob Dylan's Dream and and uh, Bob Dylan's you're, Nightmare, House of the Rising you're very, Sun. You're a very special kind of person, then, Kendall. Hey, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Tigatron. He, he's a special bad he's, boy. He's also a very beast. special kind of Beast Wars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. It's been another episode, another week. Oh, I don't Thank get to plug anything besides my butt. Oh, <laughs> we, thought that, we thought that was your plug. <laughs> well, I was just going to plug that my uh, you can find me on Twitter at Lady K Hirsch, as I'm sure you've heard in a couple episodes. Mm-hmm. But you can also find me on Tumblr, um, cutestprincess.tumblr.com. Oh, <laughs> best URL. <laughs> and uh, I'm not really working on anything much. I mean, I'd like to do something. Like, I have a, some ideas video game-wise slash podcast-wise, but nothing active. <laughs> cool. Well, so hopefully something happens. Maybe this will put a light under, light a fire under my butt, talking about it on a podcast. Nice. Well, hopefully you don't light a fire under your butt while you have the thumbs up there, too. So. Yeah, no, that was... Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> See, I had to get my bad, my one bad joke in for the night. My, <laughs> say, this is, this is like there, at least the 14th most popular it. podcast on Audio Entropy, so I'm sure it'll get a lot of listeners. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and actually, now that I think about it, um, we wanted to, I wanted to thank everybody who downloaded the April Fool's Animorphs episode. <laughs> good app, good app. Very fun. You mean the one, the one that we got from an alternate universe? Yes. We managed <laughs> yeah. to pluck that out of... Uh, out of an alternate universe there. It was really weird because they actually called themselves Earth 2. Like, I figured <laughs> if you weren't aware of the multiverse, you would refer to your own Earth as Earth 1, but they were like, no, we're Earth 2. Yeah. <laughs> Their 2 is 1. That's how they... they that's well, so weird. They count differently. Well, they start see, with no, two. Um, it was because unknown to us, like, a secret organization actually did cross dimensions, and they called Earth 1 first. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Well, you see, that entire podcast episode was created by the weapon ears of Quard in order to give Sinestro power. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> you know, from the antimatter universe. Oh, yeah, of course. Sure. <laughs> so, yeah, it's been another week. Uh, we've got all of our stuff plugged in now. Um, so, yeah, thank you again, folks, for listening. <laughs> um, and, of course, if you want to send us any comments or questions you can find us on facebook and on twitter uh facebook.com slash group slash warren beast podcast or on twitter at warren beast uh or if you're still old like me and like using email you can email us at uh warren beast podcast at gmail.com so there you go uh for warren beast i have been greg i've been emily i've been jordan i've been kendall i've been casey There you go, folks. Let's roll. Garbage. Worst movie ever. Tyler W., one half star, June 24th, 2015. And you were there, and you were there, and you were there. (laughs) You were there. Up my butt.